I'll never forget one time we got to Vegas. I still have my luggage in my hand. I haven't checked in. I haven't even checked into the room yet. The first roulette table I saw, I said, let me play over there. And she just went and she's sitting down waiting, just giving me some time to play. In less than an hour, I lost seven grand. Wow. Less than an hour, <laughs> which is which is what I took with me on that trip. So we're going up the elevator and I'm shivering, like shivering, like I'm scared to tell her. So I'm scared to tell her that I just lost everything that we came to Vegas with. Did What's it? the most you've ever lost in a weekend? Episode 41, I had to change things up. You know, the last few episodes, it was kind of a little down and out episodes. I know a lot of good information. It was stuff that I wanted to talk about, obviously, but it was a little bit, you know, on the sad side. So I had to bring things up a bit. So what did I do? I bought in three of my friends who we usually see a couple times a year at least. And we have dinner together and just kind of catch up on life. So I figured, why not just come in the studio and pretend like we're out having dinner instead let's i'll get mic'd up and talk about stuff and get caught up on life but in a podcast version rather than in a restaurant that's what we did and we talked about a ton of different topics probably some that'll probably offend you so i you know at this point it does it even matter we touched on politics covid armenia marriage kids gambling sports gambling how to win at roulette the Black Lives Matter movement, getting escorted out of Dodger Stadium, election drama, and if, and again, I'm sure a, a lot of different topics that might or might not offend you. But, uh, you know, look, I wanted to change things up. I wanted to have a little bit of fun. Uh, at the end of the day, there's stuff that we would disagree on, but we're all friends at the end. So that's kind of the same that we should be doing as a country too. just, you know, sometimes we need to just, you know, be on the same rock, agree to disagree on things and move on with our lives. Then bring out all your anger and hatred towards others if you don't agree on something. So uh, episode 41, let's go. So let's introduce everybody. Joe, let's start with you. What do you do for a living, Joe? I'm a jeweler. I'm a direct diamond importer. Took after the business after my dad. How long, have we, how long have we known each other? How long have we known each other? I'm going to say I remember I was probably in fifth grade when I knew Mike Gabriel. How excited I were knew, you? I just knew. You know, in a small Armenian school, your older classmates you kind of look up to and I you just look, remember all three of you wow, like geez. that as a kid. That is so cute. Vic, what do you think about that? I don't know. I, I don't remember you growing up. I remember your That's sister. That's how it is. <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> already, he's, he's already right, talking he, shit. He's right, though. No, Usually I, when you're older, you don't no, care. I, I remember his sister. Lot of <laughs> we know all the sisters. Jesus. We know everyone. <laughs> You know, usually we go out to dinner like once every two years or so. We see each other. We up get updates on stuff. But this year is a little bit different, right? We're, yes. It's like COVID time and, uh, you know, not many restaurants are open. If they are, you got to sit outside. They make it difficult for you. But I was like, you know what? We need to change things up on the podcast. I've done some like really down and out stories and like real crazy things. It's like, let's get together and pretend we're having dinner. But let's get mic'd up and do it, right? 
and just shoot the shit. Shoot the shit. Shoot man. the shit. Shoot the shit. So even before this, we had dinner. Thanks to Marty's uh, beautiful mother. She made us some homemade ribs that were excellent, by the way. I almost felt like I was in Houston's. One step below. Ah, Probably above. One step, I mean, for me, it was excellent. But one step, one step below. They were great. They really were. I'm glad you guys liked it. Marty, how long have we known each other? A while. Probably. I mean, we've known each other for a while because I grew up with your sister. Obviously, you're bringing up sisters again. You're, here, you're huh? a sister. We grew up together, same class since we were in elementary. I would probably say since fifth, sixth grade. Yeah, maybe it's been a long time. Yeah, we got closer as we got older, but uh, I would say, yeah, I remember would. the time we played soccer together? Yeah, and you were like, <laughs> <laughs> This guy was so pissed off one day, it was like a practice. <laughs> It was like a, we had a practice and he got like a B plus on one of his tests and he was furious, furious. Didn't talk to me the whole way home. It was like a two mile drive. He was so pissed. Do you remember that? Talking about soccer? <laughs> We're talking about soccer. <laughs> and Marty, you're in the tire business. I am. Taking over from so Pops. Kind of like Joey. Uh, eventually taking over the family business. Yeah. Um, we wholesale tires and... Uh, retail as well. We have two locations in Glendale and California. So it's 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 going good, smooth, happy. Been doing it for almost my whole life. 235, 45, 15? Uh, easily. <laughs> Vic? <laughs> Vic? We've known each other a long time. I mean, our families, it's like, it's very strange because my mom was very close to your mom. My dad was close to your dad. My brother was close to your brother. Sister was close to your sister, so it's like we've known each other. Our gra- my grandma was yeah. very close with your grandma, um, so they loved each other. Yeah, I grandmothers know. loved each other. Yeah. yeah, so our families have known each other since I was a little kid. So I don't remember people before you. Yeah, um, I don't know, first, second, third grade. Like we knew the Gabriels. Like yeah, I mean Montebello in general. It was yeah. oh, you know the Gabriels. Yeah. yeah, we know we know the Gabriels. No, yeah. it's true. I mean, my sister and Mardik's sister yeah. were in the same class. And my brother was in the same class as your sister, sister, Joey. So all of us have all grown up together. My parents knew very closely with Mardik's parents and Joey's parents. Yeah. And Mardik's relatives. Like, we've all... That's you know, the beauty of the school we went to, too. Yeah. Like we all went to the same school, same high school, same elementary. Yeah. Everybody knew each other. It's good and bad. I think most of it is good. I think we turned out to be pretty decent. We're, we're very yeah. lucky because if we don't see each other for 10 years... Like the second you see each other, it's like nothing, nothing Ever changed. Happened. It's like it was yesterday. I can see you. I can see Mardi. I can see Joe. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I don't see you for a year. It's like, oh, I saw you yesterday. There's a lot of things that happened within that year. But when you see each other, it's like nothing ever happened. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. True. I think you guys might be the only ones that I can say I still contact. Like I still see, you know, everyone else. It's like if I see him, I see him at a wedding. I see him at a function. Hey, how are you? Yada, yada, yada. That's it. But we I feel coordinate. Like, yeah, I feel like we've consistently like continued even I, after graduating and, you know, whether it's basketball related, whether it's, you know, just we try to catch up as often as we can, which is cool. I think it's also different because we can understand each other. Yeah. Because you have your business, you have your business, you have your business. Like we all have our own businesses. So you're sitting in a different chair. Uh, I think that's also one thing that we can just I know what you're going through. You know what I'm going through. There's a connection. Absolutely. Yeah, big time connection. Vic, you're in the uh, furniture business. Yep. Your pop started that what year? 1971. Nice. He came here with like $5 in his pocket, shit poor, and he just, he built. You know, he grinded and 
Two two two. It's uh, it's grown, man. It's amazing. Sofayoulove.com. How many locations? Ten. Ten. Throughout California, it's crazy. And you've got a couple up north, right? We got two up north, and then eight throughout LA, Santa How, Barbara to Newport Beach. How's business been with this whole COVID life? You know, we're we're lucky. We're very fortunate. We have a loyal customer base. We've been around for fifty years, so people know us. So we're very lucky. So you get the same clientele a lot of times. Repeat yeah. and then we, referrals. We get a lot of repeat business. So we have like parents. They have our furniture, and then their kids have our furniture. It's pretty cool. They're loyal, and you know we do our best. And we're lucky because of COVID, no one's traveling. So now everyone's like, "Hey, man, um, we are not leaving the house. We're always home." We might as well spend a few dollars and fix our house up. And what's you're in your house you're and get a comfortable uh, sofa. That's yeah, right. and they've got the cash, right? Because yep. usually it's going to a vacation or something, five, yeah. ten grand. Now they can spend it on. Everyone is furniture. splurging on homes because they're always there. I mean, I personally go on vacation every year. This year I didn't go because of COVID. And everyone's kind of in the same boat. No one's traveling. All their airlines are like shutting down practically. We're lucky. We're blessed. I mean, right now it's this this year especially. It's all about health. Try to be healthy. This this year has been awful. Whether COVID, the riots, uh, Armenia, everything that's going on, so it's just just survive, be healthy. It's it's just a tough year, man. Joe, this is okay, thank God. Good, I'm happy to hear that. Joe, I remember talking to you when COVID hit, and you were like, "Dude, this isn't good for me. Right? I, I Everything was is so shut down." Afraid, Mike. Yeah, P- who's uh, going to spend uh, money on jewelry? And I was of like, "Of course, get, get on. It's a luxury item. People don't really need it. You know what I mean? It's not really essential to have a, a Rolex." that makes sense so i was scared but believe it or not vic mentioned one thing nobody traveled nobody went to like restaurants bars casinos nightclubs so people started buying diamonds and jewelry and believe it or not it was much busier than i expected how i can't the, complain how was the first month and the, the second first month? month the second month was tough because we were closed like we didn't even have access to the building but mm. i was i'm cool with you know how I am. I'm friendly with everyone, so I have connections. And thank God, my repeat customers all messaged me because they had shit to do. They were just at home doing nothing, and I went, made what they asked me to make, and I shipped them, or I met them in random parking lots, and wow. I just grinded. You know, That's right? Yeah. And since then, we're, it's been okay. Since then, now we're back open, and it was okay. Yeah. This new uh, recent shutdown. Are they trying to close you guys down too? The restaurants in downtown are closed. Yes. But you the guys, jewelers are all open as if nothing's wrong. And what if they decide to close you guys? You just got to go back to what you're doing. Yes. They can't. They can't close. Everyone's going to flip out. Mm-hmm. It's just you can't. The that'll city be, of Pasadena is staying open. Yeah, huh? Pasadena has their own health department. So uh, Pasadena didn't, didn't need to follow LA County guidelines Good for and, them, and whatnot. Good so, for them. Yeah. And let me add one thing. Sorry. Money just came out of nowhere. I don't know if it's the unemployment or these loans that went down but everyone like random person that came just had extra money and they didn't care about the price as if mm. everyone just making millions all of all of a sudden a lot of, a lot of stimulus money so i don't people know what that money, was they don't know what to do what's well, the stimulus money yeah. that's what it is people had money in their pockets and they want to spend it yeah yeah and, and believe it or not a lo- in my industry all the jewelers were happy hmm I mean, I'm sure some people got hit. That's life. You know, some people make it, some people don't. But like all my friends who weren't as busy before, they're all happy. They're all buying nice cars right now. So why do you think that is? I mean, what are they? Because what industry some, are those guys in? Jewelry. Oh, you, oh, the jewelry industry. Yeah, like some jewelers did better this year than they ever have before. Wow. COVID. 
Wow. I mean, and like you said, it's just the luck of the draw, you know? Yeah. If you own a restaurant and don't have outdoor, I mean, you're kind of shit out of luck. Our, our case, we didn't close from day one because we were you're essential. essential. Yeah, of course you're essential. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, you, Sofa, you love, you guys had to close. Jewelry had to close because of downtown. So, we were considered essential from the beginning. And I was telling Mikey earlier, I think I've done more lift kits and wheels and tires this last six months. Yeah, I saw that. Than I have probably in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Everybody who can't do anything is going off-roading. So mm. all off-roading trails are completely open. They never shut down because you're outside. You're just drive, driving through a path, uh, going over some rocks and whatnot. So whoever has any kind of money to dump into their car, they're doing it. They're going off-roading. They're doing their own thing. Are these repeat customers too? Repeat, but a lot of new, you know, people buying, just fixing up their existing cars because they don't want to buy any new cars. And even new cars, we, we deal with a lot of new car dealerships. New cars right now is disgusting because there's not enough cars coming in. They can't build them from the factories quick enough because no one wants to work in the bigger factories. So whatever cars left in the industry, I mean, in the game now, they're selling for 20 grand over sticker, 30 grand over sticker. So there's no cars. What about the Super Bowl? You went to the Super Bowl this last year. Yeah, I was at the Super Bowl. I mean, who, that was in... Who won that game? I, let's not talk about that right now, but... What was the final score? <laughs> so it was a very emotional couple of days, all right? I've obviously never been to the Super Bowl in my life. Just Go ahead, going, man, going and walking into that stadium <laughs> for the first time win a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, we lost, all right? Go, give me whatever you want. I don't care. And you went by yourself. But I went by myself. That was I, a good game. I flew there by myself. <laughs> I soaked in everything I can by myself. I don't regret that decision at all. If I can rewind it, I'll do everything all over again. It was an unbelievable experience. Obviously, if we won, it would have been the cherry on top, icing on top, whatever you want to call it. But I'll never forget it. It was Great, great, great experience for me. But talk to me about the masks. You wa- you went to, did you fly out of LAX? So I, I flew out of LAX and I got into my Uber going in. So we pulled into the airport. The guy looks back at me. He goes, do you have your mask? And I was like, what the hell do I need a mask for? This, this is, is February. This fe- is early this is February. February. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell do I need a mask for? He goes, oh, there's disease They're out there. You, you need a mask. I'm like, for what? He goes, oh, you know what? It's okay. He goes, it's in China. Uh, you're not going to, don't worry about it. You're, the airline that you're traveling, uh, you're not close to, to that. So it's okay. I was like, okay. So I get out and everybody in the airport, like 80% of the people in the airport had a mask on. So I'm freaking out because I have no mask mm-hmm. and I, I don't know what's going on. So I just ended up getting to the Super Bowl, uh, enjoying my time. So... Coming back now, I'm obviously researching about what's going on, and there's a disease in China and whatnot. We didn't even know what it was called. I didn't even know it was called COVID. So now I'm going from store to store asking for a mask, just so I can at least feel comfortable coming back home. Nobody had a mask. I got back home. Two days later, I was probably the sickest I've been in my life. It was just really, really bad. I mean... I thought I was going to die. That's how sick I was for two weeks. Did you lose um, smell and taste? Every, all of it. You did? All of it. So you had I it. Mean, but I, I mean, but I didn't know. We, I didn't even know that that was one of the symptoms yeah. until like yeah. four or five months ago. Yeah. 
you know, obviously I didn't stay with my family. I stayed, I slept on the couch, um, no encounters. I still continue to go to work. And at that time I was following closely because I was scared because I really thought I had it, but there was no testing. We didn't know anything about it. And then now the more I see it, I tell myself, you know what? I probably had it when I got back from the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of scary, but I don't think you had it because you weren't wearing a mask when you did have it and you went to work and you would think that either your family members, you work with your dad side by side, yeah. plus all your employees. So I would think, I mean, who knows? I'm happy. You, I, I think you didn't have it yeah. and I'm happy for that. I mean, typically I've, I've always said, if, I mean, if you have a strong, if you have a flu, any flu like symptoms, you go get tested. Chances are pretty good. You're going to test positive. If you go get tested with a with a flu, you know, even though everyone's saying it's not the flu, it's different. Chances are pretty good. If you go in with a flu, you're going to test positive for COVID. Now, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I can't really get too much into details there. But are you going to take the vaccine? Absolutely not. No chance I take the vaccine. That's come up a lot. There's no way in hell I'll take that vaccine. How about you, Vic? Eventually, I probably would. I mean, after a few months. Have you taken the flu shots in the past? No. We're, this, go, we're, we're going to. Yeah? I mean, I guess we're in December, so we're, we're close to December, so we might as well take one soon if you're going to take it, but we're probably going to want to take it. Really? As a family. We got four young kids. Yeah. You don't want to mess around. You, uh, you trust it. You trust the vaccine. The flu vaccine? Yes. COVID? Uh, yes and no. I have a few friends that I trust, you know, doctors. So if they're, if they're going to take it for their kids and their families, I would take it. How about you, Joe? There's like only one or two people I trust like that. I wouldn't take it. I I don't think I'm going to take it unless it's like strictly mandatory. You can't get a fucking passport or something. I was going to say, there's no way. One of the airlines announced that you can't fly. What, what proof do they have that you've taken that vaccine? Well, you're supposed to show proof that you had a vaccine shot or you're, you're testing they're, they're, negative. They, ma- they make fake. That or was Qantas uh, Airlines. Oh, yeah, we're Armenian. I, I mean, we'll find everybody, everybody. I mean, there's a guy in Hollywood. You, dude, I we, mean, had, we had fake IDs when we were 14. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll and find. And that was like 40 shots. years ago. So um, Ticketmaster, did you hear about that announcement? No. They said you can't go to concerts if you have to show us a yeah, negative test. I wouldn't go to. You'll find it. Event. Go to Glendale. You'll find. You'll find whatever test. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Whatever you want. You'll find. Would you take a mic? No. Yeah, no way. No, no nah. chance. No. No chance. I've never taken a flu shot. I don't. I never. I guess that's how we were. Flu, built, shot, flu shot. I've taken. Have you vaccinated your kids? I, I think you have to. Shots, right? yes. no, don't you rest, have to? The, the rest. Of the isn't shots. it mandatory to take vaccine shots for kids or no? Yes. Yeah. I mean, look. Yeah, ten, but what's ten, the point look, of kids? I'm sorry, Marty. What's the point of kids taking a COVID vaccine? If no, he said, doesn't he said vaccinated, kids. period, like non-COVID. Like measles, measles, chickenpox. Ten, 10 years from now, MMR. 10 years from now, it's probably going to be one of those like, you know, when you're taking your test. No, when you're taking your tests, you know, hey, have you had your, you know, your, you know, your tetanus shot? Have you had your COVID shot? It's going to be start part of the list. Yeah. So it'll be, I mean, it's just going to be a part of, but obviously there'll be a lot more testing then. But, you know, who knows? You know, a lot of there is still it's it's how how long since March. There's still a lot of question marks about about it. The about person how. that's created this vaccine is Armenian. Yeah, the leading Mod- uh, Moderna, right? Yes. Yeah, the leading company. Uh, half, supposedly, half Lebanese, half Lebanese, half Armenian. Well, he's Armenian. 
Hey. Even if you're 25%, yeah, Armenian, you're Armenian. You're right. That's just you're how right. it is. You know better. I don't think you could just take this vaccine like, okay, I'm going to take it. Especially if you're fit. I mean, look, none of us really smoke. None of us work are overweight, really. Why would you I, need to take a vaccine, something you don't even know about? I think created in China, and everyone's saying it's a man-made fucking disease. Like, I don't think COVID has like, feelings. Though. I'm I think, just I think COVID it. will get a guy who's in shape and athletic. I interviewed a guy who. Was, yeah, you did. Yeah, that guy. Was, I'm not runs saying like it 10 won't, miles but a, a lot of. But what I'm trying to say is like, I I try to take care of myself as much as I can. Right, I'd rather take care of myself the natural way than me put something in my body that is just brand new. I agree. And and if I get it, if I get it. I'll I'll fight it off. You know I'm you gonna. You guys live. wouldn't want your parents to take the vaccine? No, I wouldn't either. No. Oh, wow. No. Okay. Not this early, at least, Vic. No, I'm listening. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, not like maybe in five years when we know, okay, shit, it's working. That's a different story. But if it comes out tomorrow, I doubt you're gonna go get the vaccine. Not tomorrow, but in a few months, I would take it. Probably. I don't know. I don't mind it coming out and having people take it. That way we can start to open this thing up yeah, again. Seriously. That's <laughs> the only, I, th I think that's the only thing that's going to bring us back to life. But supposedly there's 20 million vaccines that are coming out. And rumor has it they're going to be distributed to other countries. before. First? Yeah, before it hits our own. Why is I, that? I don't, Who's? I don't know how true that is, but you know. Well, it's a, just, lot of, a lot of countries have vaccines right now. Like yeah. Russia has a COVID vaccine. And they pass out to some of their residents or citizens, whatever. Really? How effective? How effective is that? Not perfect, obviously. You it's know, like seventy percent or in the, something. In the beginning, I was checking numbers like every twenty seconds. It was like on my screen at work, at all times. Mm -hmm. It's been about three months. I don't even know where it's at. Mm -hmm. I don't even care where. It's, it's the at. worst week ever. Uh, if you want to know, I don't. Is it? Yes, Honestly, it's the I'm worst week ever. Yeah. Everyone's out. Everyone's eating. Everyone's shopping. Nobody Dude, gives a I, fuck. I everyone's it. fine hourly like i'm sorry where we're at but it's come to a point where it's like it's making you depressed you're already wearing that mask mm -hmm. all day long i turned it off and i don't even care i agree the media is the devil dude yeah the media I is agree. the devil I during agree. the war armenia's war a lot of the soldiers got covid it was an issue i heard armenia broke Armenia's, out bad it's still bad yeah azerbaijan too yeah. by the way is having a covid outbreak yeah it's still I bad mean, it's everywhere is it still uproar out there? It's really bad. Still? It's really bad. Everyone's on edge. Um, just today, one of the towns uh, was forced to... We're giving away the lands. The eviction day was today for one of the towns. Mm. So the last you know, few hundred residents left like Martuni. Um, some of the villages in Martuni, they had to leave. It's crazy. You know what's crazy? Is That's a whole nother topic. It bro. is. And we can get into it. Because you know, like, I know people are against him signing it and giving away the lands, but people were dying, man. I mean, I'm not for Pashinyan. I swear, I don't even know shit, to be honest. But just my point of view, him signing it was no. a good thing. I'm sorry. It's not the lands. No, At least he, no one's dying. Like he, You're not hearing this 18-year-old die today. They're going to take the land if they want to going. anyways. It, you're not going to beat a hundred million army. Like you can't just keep fighting. No, but he, it he, just, he made like a thousand no mistakes. I know. I'm not saying I'm with him. I'm just saying that at least the signing political, stopped. Okay. One of the issues was you've got to negotiate. You have to know if you're the president of the country, you have to know how strong your military is. You have to know you're outgunned. You're outmanned. Yeah. You have to realize you have to know what's the truth. And he didn't, recognize how bad his military was how unprepared we were um, he should have known that you know what we don't have the drones we don't have the military power that these guys have you gotta negotiate 
and he never negotiated. But how do you negotiate with such less leverage? There's not much leverage, right? Look, what is he? What is yeah, he but Vic, that's going to be a whole different on. topic. I, I, on I, like, I, oh my God, he signed an no, agreement. No, we didn't even fight. It doesn't matter. You're the, you're the freaking president. What they said was, give us the seven districts around Gharapagh mm -hmm. and it's done. That's what they offered. Mm -hmm. That's what they wanted. The president of Azerbaijan during the wars kept saying this. Instead, Armenia said, no, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. And what happened? We lost Sushi mm -hmm. and we lost other territories. Azerbaijan got more territories than they ever dreamed of. That's president's fault. Now, it's not just his fault. The presidents before him stole so much money our military was not prepared. We didn't have the equipment. So or, how or, much of that is the fault prior to Pashinyan? Because if, everyone, Mike, yeah. it's a diaspora. So fault, when they're putting it, but fault. when they're putting it on him, that decision that he made, isn't it kind of to the prior guys as well? The day of the they weren't prepared for the this. The day of the contract, he already had a gun to his head. It's over. Mm -hmm. At forty-five days into the war, anyone else would have done what he did. His mistake was not on day forty-five. It was the first 44 days of the war. Yeah, but what, what you're saying, somewhat I agree with, but you can't just say, okay, because I'm outmanned, all right, here, just take it. Well, the so, problem is those seven districts, they were always going to give that back. Those were not Armenian lands. What are the seven districts? Uh, the, the, Kharapag is neighboring Armenia. So when we won the war in 1994, we took seven areas around it that's not ours because we kicked their ass in the war and we kept those seven areas as a buffer. So we had the whole region. So those extra areas that we took, at some point, you're going to have to give it back. Now, Armenia, some of those districts, they've actually developed it and people actually live there. And that was so devastating when we were evicted with this peace deal and we or this surrender deal and they actually had to leave. Um, like Kelbajad, which is one of the areas that we had to give, but that's an area that has not been historically Armenian. Are you saying Azerbaijan is going in to get those regions back, basically? That's that's part of it. That's part of it. They wanted those seven regions back. That and more, or just those you think they'd be okay with? That's the question, right? Supposedly, they said the seven regions. There's been other stuff in the news. They wanted the seven regions, plus they wanted Sushi. Sushi's on top of the mountain, watching over all of Kharapakh. If you control Sushi, <coughs> you kind of control the area because you can see everything. So what would you have done? Well, it, the problem is, for many years, they didn't buy the weapons they should have bought. The military was, we don't have the weapons we should have bought. Uh, that's part of the reason. Armenia was happy about what they had. We've... Armenia is full of corruption for so many years. The oligarchs have ate all the money. These presidents are like crazy millionaires. They've stolen billions of dollars. So if we would have kind of developed our military all this time, we would have been in a different position. Uh, How do you change that? Don't you think it's going to continue to be corrupt? You have to. Armenia, since the last two years, is a democracy of Pashinyan. And you got to continue to work towards that. Now, they're going to have elections in a few months. He might lose. They might force him out. But you have to stay the democratic route. The good news is Azerbaijan's economy is based on oil. And the oil prices are dropping. The world's uh, dependence on oil is dropping. Eventually, we're going to kind of surpass them. You just have to plant the seed and develop the country. Don't you it's feel like the time. rest of the world didn't care because Armenia really doesn't have anything to give? The best way to say it, and someone else said this, so I can't take credit. Azerbaijan has friends. We have acquaintances. And it's true. You know, Azerbaijan had Pakistan support, mm -hmm. Turkish support. Uh, we had nobody. It's only us. So how do you fix that? Well, you, you have to improve your schools. 
We don't have a world-class university in Armenia. You got to fix the education system. You got to fix the political leaders. There's no one there that's developed because the guys who were in charge the last 15, 20 years, they didn't let anyone else run the country. So there's no like a secretary of state, secretary of defense, attorney general, stuff like that. that you Not organized. There's no, there's no one with potential over there. Yeah. They never developed potential, people with potential. So if Pashinyan leaves, and you know what? When you lose a war, there's consequences, and maybe he should go. Who's going to replace him? No one. Do you, like, do you like him? Are you for him? You know, it's a problem. He's made a lot of mistakes. The war was not properly managed. And typically, the way world history works, when you lose a war, it's time to go. So I think in the next few months, he probably should stay for stability but Vic, reasons. But Vic, it's also our fault. You you just said that those seven regions belong to Azerbaijan realistically, well, right? Well, we developed so some of them. It sucks. Get, but it was it's theirs though, right? We so, just won it in that war, but it was not our land. So technically, we're wrong if you really look into it. No, no, no. They wanted back what's really theirs. Okay, so Artsakh... Or am I wrong? Did I misunderstand? Because I just heard that from you. Okay, so here's the thing. Coca-Cola is older than Azerbaijan. Mm -hmm. This is a place that was just founded like in 1918 or 1920. This is not a country and a people that have lasted hundreds and hundreds of years. It's just not true. Armenians have lived on those lands for thousands and thousands of years. I got you. Just those surrounding areas were not overwhelmingly Armenian in the last 20, 30, 40 years. So that's a different story. Some of those lands, and some of those lands, they're empty. There's no houses. They're dirt roads. It's nothing. Not a big deal, giving up some of those lands. But the fact that we lost Sushi, which historically, we have a church there that, how many years old is the church? Yeah. Uh, you know, Jelos. So we, we lost the <clears throat> church. We lost the city. All these other areas, right now, Dadivank, that's one of the places that's 800 years old church. Um, it's kind of a, you know, we've been there for so many years. We're losing all these territories. It's a mess. So we were better off just giving what they wanted in the beginning. Well, not the, fighting. Yeah, but go, the, going back to the same thing, you can't, I mean, it's But it's he's not, saying we lost. The counter argument is, Shushi. the counter argument is, would that still have done a deal? You're dealing with psychopaths. Yeah. These guys are chopping the heads of Armenian soldiers while they are alive. They are cutting their ears when they are alive. These are not normal people you can deal with. They want to wipe Armenia out. This was an attempt at a second genocide. So even if you gave away these districts, guess what? They probably still would not, they would want more. There is no negotiating with them. So that's why it's like, there's not a concrete answer. Part of me says, yeah, you should have negotiated. But at the same time, look what you're dealing with. Yeah, that's, that's the so thing. So the same thing could happen with this agreement. Correct. They could say, so okay, on to the next city. Earlier, earlier you said something, which right, is, which is the, the key in this equation. You said Azerbaijan, the only thing they have going for them right now is oil. Okay. Yes. So one thing I talked to Mikey about a while back is I think where we're headed is disaster. We have another five years left of peace treaty. Of our of our peace treaty with Russia, okay. Who knows what's going to happen once that five years is up? Yeah, you could say you know what for five years right now, Armenia is safe. Actual Armenia is safe. Once that five years is over, a we don't even know if that that peace contract is going to get renewed with Russia. That's one. Two, we don't know what's going to happen with the current situation in Artsakh now. What I was saying, if it's inevitable, and you know down the road. That's what the game plan is. All you need to do is blow up that oil base. You can't. 
I mean, if you can't. Okay, first of all, Russia's not going to leave anytime soon. They, that five years is just, it's a make-believe number. They're not leaving anytime soon. This was an opportunity for Russia to put soldiers on the soil over there. They're going to have a say in Armenian politics and Azerbaijani politics. No one messes with Russia. So what Azerbaijan has done is they've, uh, Turkey has sent a bunch of troops in the area because they know Russia, if they want to flex their muscle, they can adjust that border and that boundary. So what are they doing? They're sending Turkish soldiers right up against there. It's going to be a big mess. But Russia, they're not going anywhere. I'm not worried about that. I do think that it's another war is inevitable, but it's probably going to take 10 or 15 years. So we need to make sure that we quietly and slowly are building our own infrastructure. We should be producing these drones ourselves. And I know that they're going to work on that. Mikey had a podcast last week or the week before with Godin. One thing that he mentioned was Armenia's war tactics, how they're, they're fighting with trenches. Yeah. And he was like, that's Old like school. 1947. School battle, yeah. uh, Tanks. He goes, as opposed to Azerbaijan fighting with uh, drones and whatnot. And that itself was a very big point because he's right. I mean, nowadays, who's digging trenches? It's and, boys and, against men, right? And Vic? trying to fight in... in yeah. Look, the, the, the problem is we won in 1994 with you know the rifle and with tanks and these guys the game's changed yeah and these guys history is going to look at this war differently it's the first one that was the first war that was won not with tanks with drones yeah. remote controlled drones which was their only way because we had advantage it with our the, land it was the only way i mean what they were doing is they're flying above watching us Boom. a group of armenians are congregating and 20 30 armenians yeah. press of a button are gone Jeez. it is disgusting and that's that's i think that's the future too i mean that is I, the future now, now it's like everyone's game planning to have the proper drones but that's exactly you know? what i meant by how can you still fight how could you still say and keep fighting, especially that it lasted 45 days, bro? Well, One week, okay, two week, okay, 45 days, we're still fighting this, against, like, it's like going to Vegas with five grand cash and you're playing blackjack versus the win hotel. The longer you stay, you're going to lose. Always it's going to go. Always goes the gambling. I'm just saying, <laughs> it like, it's a good, that's gambling. my <laughs> analogy, analogy to nice, it. Nice. I mean, it just makes no sense. Or playing basketball, you go with five guys, the other team has nine, four bench players. You're going to lose. Their you're going to lose. Their plan was just to have like three, four days, goes. three, four days war. They didn't really expect. Who's their plan? Their plan. I mean, this, with Turkey and stuff. They met Turkey. They thought they were going to wipe us out. Turkey visited Azerbaijan in the summer, in July and August. And they planned all this out. They thought the war was going to last a few days. They never expected it's going to last 30, 40 days. I guess the only thing Armenia was thinking was eventually either the United States or Russia or France, someone's going to step in and do something. They didn't do anything. No matter how many war crimes was being published, how many videos were out there, no one cared. But doesn't that go back to Armenia has nothing to really offer? They don't have oil, right? Like why would anybody get the Armenia's back? Because there's nothing there. There's well, nothing to offer. Russia has a lot of interest in Armenia. They own a good percentage of the Armenian economy. So Russia definitely, it's, it's all like a chess game. They want to make sure Turkey doesn't have influence in the region. Iran is actually a little bit on our side as well. They don't want Turkish and Azerbaijan to kind of intervene in that area. Yeah. It, it, it's a mess. But our location is fucking awful, man. Well, yeah, We're like smack in the a middle. A genocide one side, a genocide on the other side. 
our northern neighbors, Georgia, was the one that was allowing the planes with uh, Turkish drones and Turkish military equipment to fly over their airspace. Uh, some yeah. friend they were. Uh, it's not fun. One thing that Armenia is going to have to do is diplomatically, they've got to get friends, different friends. The friends of your enemies uh, or, or the enemies of your enemy is your friend. So Saudi Arabia, uh, India, Egypt, they have to think of outside the box. Even China uh, having trade relations, military relations with some of these other countries, plant the seed, grow. You got to get some friends. You got to change. A Would you fly to Armenia right now with your family and visit? No way. No chance. No way. How long will it take you till you go back there? Years. Absolutely. Within the five years? I don't know. I wouldn't go right now. What are you, af what are you afraid of? Everything. Yeah. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's not. This isn't safe. How long do you think the civil unrest will last? Well, let, let, me, let me back up. There's a lot of people from the diaspora that's gone to Armenia and they're, they're, they're doing humanitarian work. They're collecting money from the diaspora and they're yeah. you know, helping out is, you know, bless their heart. It's just the country's at martial law still. I mean, it's just, it's a country in chaos. What happens to the refugees coming from Artsakh? So about 100,000 Armenians were forced to leave their homes. Uh, several thousand have already gone back. Uh, Russia is going to try to rebuild a lot of it. There's trucks and trucks of stuff that's going, humanitarian stuff that's going to Artsakh right now. Russian trucks. Really? So they're going to try to help a little bit, rebuild. I, I, it feels like Russia feels guilty. They didn't show up to the party. There's a Russian military base in Armenia. They didn't do shit. They just sat there and they didn't do shit. I feel like they, they feel guilty. So they're trying to help a little bit. It sure seems that way. Hmm. But, they're, but the Russian troops... Well, we'll say this. The Russian troops provide protection for those Armenians. It also creates almost like an independent state. How? Because Armenians have lived there for, what, uh, since 1994 at least. That's 25 years. So even the small area of Artsakh, we lost a lot of Artsakh, but the Artsakh that remains, if we've already been there 25 years and the Russians have now started, they're going to be peacekeeping supposedly. They're protecting us if they're there another 10 15 years armenians have been there for 40 50 years so guess what azerbaijan no longer has any claims to that so even though it's not a huge piece of land a statehood or independence or autonomy for those armenians that's what's one positive from this yeah i don't know man it's crazy you're, you're living in an area you look outside and you've got you know russian soldiers you know trying to you know protect your territory they like us yeah the, no, no, I know. The, the Artsakh people, they mm. would actually welcome possibly even being a Russian citizen, mm -hmm. getting a Russian passport. Why they speak Russian? They used to be, you know, they, they've had good relations with Russians. A lot of them speak Russian out there. They all do. Yeah. Maybe Armenians will feel comfortable to live in Artsakh again if there's Russian troops there. Maybe it's not a bad thing that they're there. You're right, but the infrastructure needs to be fixed. And then people have to feel safe. The infrastructure, they, these, again, they, they had all these war crimes. They were bombing civilian buildings that were empty. Why? They didn't want us to go back. They were just bombing, middle of the night, hundreds of missiles, bomb, bomb, bomb. Why? It's not a military target. No one's even living there. In Artsakh, they've built bunkers underneath these houses. Each street has like two bunkers. Every year, they do a drill. Every year in Artsakh, they do a drill where people have to go in their bunkers. Mm -hmm. Like a fire drill. So they're prepared for this. Yeah. So a lot of the civilians survive because they have bunkers. 
But these guys were bombing the targets on top. Why? They don't want you to go back. And they flattened most of Stepanagert. Mm. And wow. they're going to have to rebuild it. The diaspora spent so much money on the Armenia Fund all those years. Road to Artsakh. Yeah. Marty, your uh, daughter, I think, is going to be in a tournament in Armenia or something, right? Isn't that coming up in like a year? It's not a tournament, but they got, they got called into uh, it's a tryout for the Armenia team that's going. It's a U16 team that's going technically, supposed to go to Armenia next year. And she was so, invited? Yeah, she was invited to the tryout, but obviously we don't know who's in, who's not. But now, obviously, a lot of parents, even parents, including myself, are going to have second thoughts about even sending their kid, if, assuming it happens. Uh, we don't even know if it's going to happen or not, but they're saying that if, if Armenia is not uh, stable enough, they might still have it, but maybe in a different country Hmm. uh still have the teams participate you know whether it's u16 or u18 because there's a u18 team team going and a u16 team going so it it all depends i mean honestly just like vic said i i'm i'm not i'm not comfortable enough to travel there a by my i mean with my family or even sending her alone with the team assuming she makes the cut don't forget if, if you go to armenia you're going supposedly as a vacation I mean, no one's really in the mood to go as a Correct. vacation right now. Correct. So it, as a, going as a family, which I would love to do, is probably off the table right now. If, if I was single, didn't have a family, didn't have a business, would I go there and maybe help out? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. If, if anything, go your, by yourself. Do what you can just a couple of weeks or however long you can leave work or your life here. Help out what you can come back. But I, I, don't, I don't think I would feel safe enough to send one of the one of the teachers at our one of the armenian schools locally uh texted me saying i'm going to armenia to help out since right now all the schools are closed i'm going to go to armenia in two three days to help out Uh, do you want to donate something we're collecting money so we're talking as we were talking the surrender contract was signed and then I, I didn't speak to him after. So. Did you, do you know if he ended up going or he probably just canceled? There's no way he went. Yeah. I can't imagine. Once that contract was signed, it's... But even here, like once that contract was signed, everything stopped. Devastating. Um, it's devastating. You know, pro, even protests, a lot of the money that was being generated by all the fundraisers and, and whatnot. You guys I, trust it, it those stopped. fundraisers, all of them? I mean, it, it depends. There's a lot of different ones. Yeah. Uh, Which ones do you trust the most? So I, I, did, I did one a uh, month ago. Actually, I did a uh, uh, poker online. I was hoping I would do better, but I, I raised about five grand. Did it for um, an organization, and then we're, they're doing the with our soldiers one. Mm-hmm. And it seems like everyone's been pushing that because it's going to the right places. But there was a diaspora woman went there, collected money, and for every family that had a fallen soldier, she visited them and gave them three thousand dollars. And she videotaped this. So she went to like, I don't know how many soldiers, do you know? She went to, I think, a few hundred people's houses. Mm. Someone that died, she would go there, offer her condolences, and give them $3,000. A lot of people... U.S. dollars? Yes. So a lot of people are doing that now because they have a list of families that have, have, have left Artsakh to come either to Yerevan or try to find somewhere to stay or go back. So they have a list. So a lot of people are organizing that list and let's say, you know, they have $100,000, for example. 
you know, they go down that list of families and just go one by one and give every one of them. Because two, three thousand dollars to a family goes a very, very long way over there. Yeah. It's not like here. I mean, you can live for months uh, with two, three, at least for enough time for you to try to get back on your feet to figure it out. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they were doing that. And like you said earlier, I would rather give it to somebody I know there. Like, for example, our friend Arakel. You know, he's been there for a while. So something like that, you know, at least you know where it's going. You know, it's it's being distributed directly to the families that are in need. You know, yeah. whether they're going back to Artsakh or whether they're just trying to stay and, you know, do whatever they can in Armenia until stuff gets better. But this was unexpected. No one expected to go to war. No one expected the need to be so grand. Um, all the political parties, they agree on only one thing, that the Armenia Fund, the money should go to Armenia Fund. They collected almost $200 million. Um, have they spent all of it? No. Why haven't they spent all of it? It's questionable. Supposedly, it's going to go to housing now? It's going to go to everything. It's going to go. It, it, it's a mess. Housing, the people. Oh. We were devastated. Thousands of Armenians died. I would say, how many thousand Armenians would you say? 5,000? Maybe 10,000? 5,000 at the least. At the yeah. least. Probably, they, yeah. The crazy part is they have much more deaths than us. Right. They probably have 15,000, 20,000 deaths. They don't even announce it. They're barbaric. I was going to say, what are their, their lives? Do, are, do they even mean anything? Nope. They don't even pick up the bodies. Yeah. Wow. They don't even pick it up. They don't care. They don't care. What's going on with these prisoners of war? I'm shocked that it's not being more of an issue. Supposedly, there's about 60 people that have been captured. Hopefully, they haven't been executed yet yeah. because they keep showing videos of Armenians being executed. So, yeah, which they're not supposed to do, obviously. These are war crimes. Eventually, um, I guess they're can supposed you, can to. Can you explain me this war crime, please? Because I know they did every war crime in the book, but nothing's happening. So, what, what is this war crime, really? Eventually, I they mean, would, who's uh, going to stop them? The U.S.? Uh, is this a U.S. rule? I don't get it. It's an international rule. Eventually, you're going to get prosecuted, supposedly. It's happened in the past. I mean, it might take years, but supposedly you're supposed to be prosecuted for war crimes. So Aliyev is going to get prosecuted? You know, you would hope so. I mean, you would hope so. Look, Armenia has played by the rules for so many years. They're the only democracy in the region. No one cared. No one the, cared. The no world. one did anything to us. It was the worst. And that's why Armenians are shocked. No one gives a shit about us. And we were always playing by the rules. We did everything the U.S. wanted. Be it democracy, uh, human rights, uh, peaceful protests, no political prisoners. Guess what? None of it mattered. It's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call. And that's why we have to be maybe closer relations with Russia and other countries. And all the Armenians yeah. around the world stood up and did their best. Like Belgium, Spain. I never yeah. ever thought there was rallies like that in my life. And still we got zero recognition. Fucking... ABC News posted an article that's, I'm sorry, LA Times or New York Times against us like that. We're the bad guys and we're taking their land. It's funny. Imagine, like, I, I it, it, it's no funny. Sense. You know what made the news? When the Armenians were being evicted because they have to leave the area with the contract, you know, we got criticized why the Armenians are burning their house down on the way out. Mm. That's what we're getting criticized. And they're chopping the trees down for wood. Unbelievable. So we're chopping the trees down. We're burning their house down because, you know, you built that with your own two hands. If my kids aren't going to live there, no one else is going to live there. The war crimes 
the illegal weapons, none of that is reported. But us chopping a tree down makes the front page of the paper. Yep. It's just, it's incredible. Yeah, it's sad. It's pathetic. It sucks. You know how I like to change the subject? Because we're, we're going to try to keep it as positive as possible. Do you guys know who won the Athlete of the Year Award in 1999? <laughs> <laughs> My guess is going to be Marty because he's sitting can here. We, can we turn the, the mic off for a little bit? <laughs> Joey, do you know? I don't know, but I'm going to guess Marty because he's here. No, so so historically, the way it works is... And Mike, I think, can we turn this mic off? I think this is going into <laughs> uncut. Don't worry, Marty. Listen. No one's going to hear this one. We need to edit Nobody this. Nobody listens anyway. Just edit this after. We don't need to talk about this right Every now. Every high school at the end of the year has an athlete of the year. The best athlete, right? <laughs> the one that gets all the, you know, typical... <laughs> You know, has a very good social schedule, very active social schedule. Someone that all everyone looks up to, you know, MVP. My mic's not working. You know, that's typically what happens. You should turn Vicks off. Not so yours. every year, every, someone wins it. And back then, it's always like the man. Who's the man on campus? It was like, you know, 1992, it was so-and-so. 93, it was so. And then there was, it was like a big deal. 1999 comes. You know, Alan Pilibosian, great athlete. You know, he gets expelled. He got expelled or suspended? I don't know what happened. He got kicked out of school. He's probably going to listen to this. Hey, why are you talking about me? Marty checked he out. He got kicked out of school. And the guy sitting right next to me is like, yes. My chance. I've got a chance. So we go to the sports event. Are your kids going to be listening to this, Marty? Listen, so we go to a sports event. There's like, a, I don't know, like 40 people there. Everyone's watching the guy speak, What's the, the athletic next director. And then when he says, <laughs> you know, great basketball player, he coaches on the side, or, or the, this person coached, gave like a list. Uh, their sibling graduated from the school. Everyone's like, wow, that's great. <laughs> it's and, then, and then he says, this athlete's also a good volleyball player. <laughs> the room goes silent. <laughs> volleyball player? We're like, Mavic doesn't play volleyball. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I'm crying. Look, I'm crying look, right look, now. Honestly, <laughs> the whole school was shocked. It's not his, it's not his fault. He, he deserved the award. Well, did she play any other sports? Volleyball and basketball. Right? That was all. Yeah, that's, that's all they, they were able look, to. Look, most schools do a men or male and female, boy and girl athlete of the year. That's typically what every school does. Not Marty's year. <laughs> yeah. I got I got athlete of the year of something else. I don't know what it was, uh, but it wasn't the Sp main sportsmanship. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't the main one, but whatever it is. That's, I don't want, I, I don't want to get think, I don't want to get. I think I got athlete of the year. Didn't no, I? No way. Yeah, it was I no did. way. You always got in trouble. No, right. the senior year, no. You, there's no way. How do you not remember that? No way. I did some. Yeah, he wouldn't give it to you. Marty, you played soccer. I played soccer. I played you basketball. Uh, my coach. I uh, two teams at that time. <laughs> you played there baseball. Was, I played baseball. Yeah. Soccer. Wait, there was a baseball I, team in 1999? Well, the, the last baseball team in Mesrobian history was my ninth grade year. So do you, do you like, go to bed? Does that do you lose sleep over that no, stuff or no? I'm, you don't, you don't I'm, think I'm over it. I, I did lose some How sleep. How pissed though. were you when you lost to a woman? <laughs> Pretty upset. <laughs> Pretty upset. <laughs> First time who, in history. Who yeah. votes this? There's one, 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 one vote. vote. <laughs> I, I know. 
Okay, I got it. We don't even have to say the name, but it was one Ooh. one one big vote. One very big vote. So how's how's marriage? How's married life? Are you asking me? I'm asking the three of you because I'm the only single guy here with no kids. It's, it's, is it worth it? I mean, your wives single, aren't going to listen. Anyways. It's got it's, it's, stud, it's got its ups and you work ups hard. and downs, but it's. To me, getting married and, of course, having my two beautiful kids made me thrive and made me work harder. I guess I was lazier when I was younger, much lazier. Now you feel like you had to provide and you had. I was just lazy before. I had no responsibility. Exactly. Now I have two kids that yell Baba when you walk in, you know, and that makes you go. Yeah. And. You don't have a choice. I like it. I'm happy. I mean, Vic has 19 kids. It's yeah. hard. It's, you know, Vic is a different trying level. To catch up, trying to catch up to you know when I'm the luckiest guy. Rivers. That's because Vic could make a sofa or a bed anytime he wants. So he could have 18 kids. He has somewhere to put them. We don't <laughs> and make them <laughs> and make them exactly. I'm lucky. You know, I found the greatest wife, who is the great wife and even better mother, and she's just amazing. We have four kids. Every day is vacation. Oh. Every day is fun. Every day. That's awesome. I was telling one of my friends today, every day is three on three. You say, what do you mean? Well, it's me and my wife. We have four kids. So it's three on three. It's I'll grab the Talia and Dylan and we'll go hang out together. And then I'll come back. It'll be me, my wife and Cross and we'll hang out together. And then I'll grab Gia and Natalia and we'll hang out together. We're always in groups. We're always together. Every day is an adventure. Every day it's fun. So when you have your own kids, you'll get that feeling too. Every day is fun. You have a big family yourself. Growing up, I'm, I know how it was for you guys. Every day is fun. There's always a birthday party. There's always an event. There's always yeah. something going on. And you know what? We support each other. The six of us that we have in my family, we support, we're all there for each other. Every day is fun. It's love. You know, when you come in, when you come home from a long day of work, your kids come jump at you. Whatever problem you had at work. Yeah, it's done. It's gone done nothing Can you guys like imagine it. your lives without your kids no just no. just this last stretch of covid i mean every weekend there's games there was games every single weekend it's a sh- it's just a big shock because we have nothing now it's like saturday sunday comes it's like we're just you know they have practices that they go to that's kind of like our time that we had but still like you said it's 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 a blessing. We're, you know, luck, we're lucky. I mean, we're, we're, I think the three of us are really lucky. And you know what? You're going to have kids too one day and it's going to be just amazing. And me and Mikey, before I got married, obviously, were extremely, extremely close. After I got, I got married and kind hold of... On, hold on, were hold, you on, clo- hold on. Were you, no, no. Were you closer with him or me? Hold on. Is, I mean, I think he close. was closer to me, to be honest. <laughs> no offense. No, close. I'm, I'm going somewhere with it. So I think I was closer to Mikey. So after, after, You're like half his age. after marriage, okay. things changed because it's like you can't say the things you want to say. You can't act the way you want to act. And it's, it's normal. But what happens is down the road when, you know, you end up getting married and having a kid, it's like, you know, now you reconnect with your friends that have kids and reconnect with your friends that are married. So it's like everything kind of just, you know, circle of life, you know, just comes together. So help me out. I'm seeing somebody. So she's going to listen to this. So I just, I hope I'm not going to piss her off with this question. But like, what is the difference between being single, like a guy who's dating somebody I consider, it's not single, but you're not married. Why get married? Like, why did you guys want to get married? To have a family. To have have kids. Look, were you scared of being alone the rest of your life? No. 
No. So is it because you found your partner, you look, found your match, look, and you wanted the, to spend the rest of your life with her? I'm smart. I'm capable. I'm able to make money. I was never thinking, oh my God, what if I'm alone? No. It's find the right person and make it happen. Or else I never say, oh my God, no, I know I'm good looking. I know money's not a problem. You're I know okay I'm, looking. I, I, You're know, I know I'm smart. It's <laughs> not going to okay, be a problem. Take it no, I, I don't. You, you are a Titans the fan. The Balenciaga sweater you, helps stop. a little bit. You are, you are a Titans fan. <laughs> that's, we that's need funny. to put an asterisk over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but seriously, you find someone that you're crazy about that you want to see every single day. They make you feel weird inside. And you know what? We want to have a family together. And you want to spend the rest of my life with this woman. And you make it happen. And you kind of just know, Mike. And the truth you is... Just feel it. And the truth is, labels don't matter. Because until you have kids, none of this shit matters. But why get, why get married and go through a court and not just be have a partner for life and start a family? So I've, I've told this to my wife before. I might get in trouble for what I'm about to say. But I've, I've told my wife, if it wasn't for having kids, I don't see any reason for anyone to quote unquote get married. But why, but why even get married to have kids? Because you want, your, you want all of your kids to have, you know, one mother and one see, father. This, this, is where being Armenian, you know? this is where being Armenian kicks in. We're all raised the same way. Right, you, you know, in the church, we're Christian, we're this, we're that, we're Armenian. Uh, part of the process is you get married, you have a family. I mean, this is part of the thing. The, the label is part of being Armenian. I mean, you like, were my usher, and I did have <laughs> 700 people at my wedding. And, uh, uh, and how many times did you love your mother on that, that speech? I just think the whole court thing, the whole court and making it official, and you do what's you do what's right. You don't have to. You don't. You don't have to do anything. Whatever you feel, whatever you feel is right. You do you. Don't do what anyone thinks. Oh, this guy didn't have a wedding. He's this. You you do what you feel is right for you. And honestly, f everybody else. If you feel that the the wedding is the Right. right way to do it, you know. Uh, then f everybody else. That's the older I get, the more uh, that's more of my motto. If you want to go, how like I said, do you, you, you do, do you? you. Yep. That's that's the only advice that yep. I can give you. How about you, Joe? What's the question? How do you <laughs> <laughs> Would you get married if it weren't for your kids? I think so. Yeah, I don't think getting married is. I mean, there's a lot of people who are married who don't have kids, Vic. Well, and, and they can't. You have, have to kids. get, and they can't have they, kids. It's just, a lot of people I think can't you even just have found the woman you love, and yeah. you're tired of looking, I guess. And I don't know. I, I was with my wife for a long time. I mean, we were high school sweethearts, so you just kind of just knew. I was married since high school, pretty much. <laughs> but kids is a big part of it. But you guys can't imagine your lives without your kids. No, like oh, if no. just the two, just the two of you, you and your wife, life would just be boring. Life would be very boring. I, w- I would die. Yeah, life would be very, my kids. very boring. Marty will still be a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys, though. Real talk. No, but seriously, you all have. Uh, oh, but he, I don't understand. Mike changed the subject. He didn't answer the question. Hmm. Who are you closer with, me or Marty? Oh. Jesus, look at him. Well, I'll tell you what, Marty and I would actually talk every single day. Like we would text every single day. But you, and then you and I, we would see each other every single weekend. Like Friday and Saturday are Olive Garden every, every <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> Olive Garden to, to Houston's the CPK. Seriously, we had a really good time, man. 
Yeah, absolutely. All the game, all the PlayStation games you used to play. Yeah. Wow. How about those uh, video games? Yeah. Got some good memories. Me and Mike had fun at a game recently. You guys went out like once. I took him no. to the Monday night game, Rams Chiefs. It was like a thanks for the invite. Hundred and twenty point. I invited you probably. No, I got. He called me first. What I, a game! I, I asked him too. I said, "Did you call Vic first? He said, "No." He goes, "You're my first phone call." <laughs> so that might answer your question earlier. What a game I took you to, Marty. That was a great game. That was the. That's probably the best NFL game ever. You jinxed me, right? That game? No, I didn't jinx you. You tried your <gasps> very best. Oh, no. Best. So Mikey, Mikey took me to Kansas City against the Rams. It was a prime. Time. Was it a Monday night game? Yeah, it was yeah. a Monday night game. Prime, prime time. And I was actually when he called me, I was like, "Dude, hell yeah, I want to go to that game." So. Long story short, we went to the game and the Rams were probably the team to beat at that time. Um, that was a Super Bowl year. Yeah. So they were, you know, the the greatest show on turf. It wasn't at that time, but it was... It was two uh, years ago. Yeah, yeah. But Gurley was still there and they were putting up points like crazy. We're watching the game back and forth, back and forth. And Rams came out firing. I think at, at one point they were up. You know, I think they scored. When they scored, they went up three touchdowns at that time. And then I looked at Mike. I'm like, Mike, I go, I go. This is the year, dude. This is the year. And those of you guys don't that don't know Mike, you can't say something like that to him. Uh, he takes stuff like very, very to the heart. Whether it's the Dodgers, whether it's the Lakers, and and you guys know that, all right. So when I said that, he gave me like the dirtiest look ever. And I'm like, dude, this guy, I'm, I'm dead. Like, I'm going to die. So right after that, and I'm like, dude, okay, they're up by three touchdowns. Like, big fucking deal. You know, like, they're going to win. It's over. You know? Literally, the next play, it was like an 80-yard bomb. Okay? Can- <laughs> the other Can- way. Kansas City scored a touchdown. Three and out. Three and out by the Rams. Instant. Three-play drive. Kansas City scored a touchdown. It was either a fumble or interception, quick turnover, ball game's tied. Ball game's tied, and, and I can already feel it, and I'm like, dude, if the uh, Rams somehow lose this game, I said, I just lost a friend. I just lost a childhood friend of mine. And you're walking home. And, and I'm walking. Yeah, I, I thought of that because he picked me up. I'm like, I'm going to walk home. I'm thinking I'm going to Uber. Do I have the Uber app on my phone? I'm 100%. I'm, you know, I'm going to call somebody to pick me up. So as they're tied, I sneezed. Okay, hold on. Before I sneezed, I put my finger under my nose to kind of like not sneeze because I it was so the tension was so I'm like you know what I can't sneeze right now. I sneezed. Nothing. Not not a bless you. Nothing. It was just complete silence, and I was like, dude. 100% I'm walking home. <laughs> He's waiting for okay. a bless you. And I'm waiting. I'm like, dude, <laughs> fucking say bless you. Like, I just sneezed. Like, I'm right next to you. You got hurt you quick. Know? You got hurt quick. Yeah, but but he takes it, like, to the heart. So, dude, I'm cheering more for the Rams that game than I've cheered for the Niners my whole life. The game ended. The Rams won. And the first thing he says is, you're lucky. He looks at me and says, "You're lucky. I'm taking you home." To <laughs> <laughs> be walking home, and then so, and then we talk about that sneeze after. Yeah, you're like, "Why don't you say bless you?" Yeah. 
it was it was a very very awkward hour of my life to to say the least game. but it was uh, very lucky one of the one of the right best now. games yeah you're right you're right mike i want to ask you something oh. july 6 2004 do you know where you were hey it's mike i know you're enjoying this episode so please share it with a friend or two and get them in on uh, some of these topics we're talking about and, and all the fun we had and please if you can leave a review and a five-star rating let's get back to the conversation with the boys July 6, 2004. So Mike is a big-time Dodger fan, right? So he's like, Vic, you want to go to the game? Sure, let's go. Oh, Eric Gagne. And then I think you, you brought Joe yeah. Mardi with two, I think. Were you there? <laughs> was it? I which think it was which game were you talking about? Is this about? Gagne's blown save? So <laughs> at was this, this point, the one where he goes, did you see what he did to us, kids? <laughs> <laughs> so, did you guys see that? <laughs> so... I, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you saw it. He called those kids assholes. He called us assholes. <laughs> I'm sweating, bro. Dude. <laughs> Forrest. Forrest. What was oh, that guy's name? Forrest. Forrest. Was it Forrest, the guy that was at Forrest. the uh, hockey? Is, is uh, that the, the game, Kings, The no. Kings games, too. No, was he the King? No, no, that was the O'Nelly guy. Oh, the guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. the one Forrest, with Forrest, the, Forrest. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the beach ball. The yeah. beach ball. Yeah. So, oh, the at the time, Eric Gagne was their closer. 84 straight saves. <laughs> the Dodgers are up ninth inning. It's over, right? So, right when Gagne walks on the mound, I tell Joe, I said, Joe, wouldn't it be something if we're, we, we witness history here? He blows the save right now. And... Literally, like first pitch, base it. Mike, like, looks at me like with evil, like mother depths there. Next pitch, another hit, second base. I'm like, don't worry about it, I'll be fine, don't worry about it. Five, five minutes pass, blown safe. Mike didn't talk to me for like two months. Wow. They actually came even, back and I, won that game. They did. Ganya got the win. You sh- we didn't talk two months. Yeah, we did, didn't. Does that mean he still blew the save? Yeah, yeah. Blown oh, yeah. save. I was 86 in a row or something? 84. 84. I didn't know we were at yeah, that I've, game. I've, I've learned my lesson throughout the years. We I, have I, I don't. Well, these guys haven't. The last yeah. World Series Dodgers Stadium, these guys show up. Yeah, any kind. Mike, come see me. Mike, oh, Hold on, hold on. Joel's got to say the story. So what year was that? Was it the, the first one they went to the World Series? Boston? 2017. No? Houston. 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 17, Mike? Houston, Okay. Yeah. So Dodgers won the first game, I think? Yeah. Perfect. We went to game two. Dodgers are up in the sixth inning. Everyone's having a party. We're drinking. The whole section. It's fantastic. Jansen blows it in the night. So we're like, you know what, Joe? We should get like a memorabilia. Oh, Let's go get a hat. These two, man. Like a I world. Haven't been to Dodger Stadium for eight years. Like World Series hats. I remember that. So we're like, all right, let's go, Joe. It's you know, it's, it's you know, between innings. The hat's like a hundred dollars a hat. I'm like, fine, fuck it, we'll get the hat. So we, we both get the hat. We're both sitting down wearing the hat. Dude, the other team scored like seven runs. Once we sat down. <laughs> Once we sat. Once down. we sat down. As soon as we wore those hats, <laughs> dude. They lost the game. Uh-huh. We went to game seven with those hats. Uh-huh. They lost that they too. They lost that too. <laughs> you sons of bitches, dude. <laughs> We're convinced. We went to the game the next year. We with had the Red some Sox. six seats though, game seven. Was Red that where the, the fight was? The bullpen fight? That yeah, right yes, in front of us. Right in front of us. He jumped the gate, right? Right in front of us. That was fun. Wait, oh, did we go 0 for 3? 0 for 3. Wow. For three. Mike, you guys kept coming Mike, back. You inviting us next year or no? <laughs> Even the game we went to, the four of us, we lost that game too. Dodgers got pounded, like a random 
Tuesday night. <laughs> I can't remember the last Dodger game I've been to. It was that well. The last one you went to was actually in Forest, the Usher. No, it was. I've been to games. Was after there? No, we, you were banned, and, banned and for like, life dude, after that. Like we got ago. escorted out, Marty. Thanks to you, uh-huh. there yeah, was a was beach the game, ball. The game was over. Yeah, there was a beach ball. It was against the Cubs, <laughs> and he sopped Choi. He sopped Choi, and the be- and Marty takes the beach. Did you take the beach ball out of Forest's hands? Yeah, Forrest was the Usher. He took up it. and down. So he grabs it. And Marty hits the beach ball, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, yeah!" And Be- Forrest Be- goes got crazy. Mad, you asshole! <laughs> <laughs> Marty's so For- like, Forrest was the Usher. You were there? Yep. No, no. And Marty's like, and he goes, "Come on, let's go. We're taking you out of here." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> did you did you see yet? He, he called his kids assholes. Did you? Marty thinks they're going to jail, hitting the beach ball out of Forrest's hands. We legit got escorted we by got like escorted. seven security guards, though, we got all the way to Dodger the fucking Stadium. gate. Like you have to step out. We got escorted to Dodger Stadium, and man. once we stepped out, I can say I got escorted out of Dodger Stadium. Yeah, but you you snuck around. You stayed. I oh, was like watching. Yeah, it. you guys you stayed. Me and, me and Joey. No, me. we bounced. Yeah, you we stayed. Bounced. You kind of snuck out to the side. Yeah. Awesome. I like, miss all those days, man. It was like the eighth man. inning anyways. You think we'll ever get to go to a Dodger game again? Yes. How Even- long? Eventually. How long? I mean, I wouldn't go this year. Not this year. No. I don't even I don't even think they're 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 already saying I mean, 2021 might be. Not, not in California, man. Yeah. No sports in California next year, but I wouldn't want to go anytime soon. But um Too many people. High school high school and uh, college sports have said they're even if the year doesn't get back, like school year doesn't get back, they're continuing sports. CIF? I, With I, attendance? Well, I, I was talking to one of the high school coaches and they were saying that, you know how typically you play everybody in your division twice? So they're not going to play anybody outside. They might play everybody in your division three times. Hmm. But What's it's, it's going to be... <clears throat> so they I mean, less travel? or Yeah, less travel, less, less leaving. No playoffs. You know, yeah. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. I no, they already so. some some schools have already agreed in, in SoCal. Yeah, I, Is that starting in January? It. Starting in January, yeah. L- LA won't let that happen. With surging cases and kids are not in school, well, how could still, you? Know? There's still tournaments going on right now. There's a tournament out of state. Out of state. No, Bakersfield is running it. San Diego is running it. Not in LA. You just can't do it in LA. LA is like so. Marty, strict. your kids go to a private Armenian school. Uh, both of them, yeah. And are they in school or no, is it all it's, Zoom? It's Zoom. All Zoom. Yeah. And it's been like that from day one. Since yeah. And Vic, your kids go to a private Armenian, Armenian school, school, yeah. And they're going to school, right? Well, my 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 two youngest, the twins, uh, they're four years old. They go to pre-K, so they actually get to go to school. And then the older kids, they're in a, what's called a pod, so they actually get to go to campus, sit in a classroom, and do their Zoom in a classroom. Oh, they're going to school. They're in there, yeah, but they're not getting instruction in person. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, it's, you're yeah. at least dropping them off at school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They get to eat on campus, see other faces. Yeah, I mean, that's but the teacher's in a different room. Correct. Or there's and an there's an instructor in the class. How old are the kids? Uh, Natalia is in eighth grade. Dylan's in sixth grade. Okay. So that's still great. Middle school. That's great. And there's nothing that separates them. There's no plexiglass or no, like they're that. far apart. And they have recess and all that. Yeah, just that they have breaks. They have lunch. Everyone's like, well, you know, wearing masks and... I know for kids, they opened up. Is that optional for kids? Are there kids that well, don't have to go? This is really meant for essential workers mm-hmm. that uh, they don't have any um, home, you know, babysitting or whatever. So it's, an, it's an option for parents that are, let's say, doctors and they need to drop off their kids. Or sofa, sofa you love. Amen. One of the parents in my... Uh, All I'm trying to do is sell as many sofas as I can until 
Trump. One of the parents office. in Liam's uh, <laughs> classroom called Glendale Health Department, and they came, and now it's mandatory masks. So these three-year-olds are wearing masks in class. It's it's fucking ridiculous. Dude, that's awful. Dude, yeah. How about that health Come director? On. He was going there have for you, five have months. Have you seen that lady? Yeah. Oh my God. When she speaks, my I just want to. You know, she's myself. not. A, she's not a medical doctor, dude. What is she's she? Med- what is, have you seen that thing? Barbara Barrera, right? She's, she's telling she's, us. She's like a nutritionist. Jesus and Christ! Imagine that's your wife. God bless his her husband. Well, gross, <laughs> be nice. Why? I'm not. I'm not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sell sofas here. Can't offend anyone. Tell me about. If you want to talk about it, tell me about the um, the state came into your store and told you what to do. Yeah. They gave you some guidelines. Yeah. So granted, my business, it's a good business. We don't have that many people in our store. It's not like Home Depot. So when someone multiple times, they've come to our store and said, you know, you guys have to post things on the wall. You need to do this. You need to do that. Uh, basically trying to scare us. It's happened a few times at multiple locations. Uh, it is what it is. Unfortunately, the state is worried about the wrong things. That's that's basically what it is. And there's nobody in your store at the time. When no the one's came, no right? one's in the store. And what were you time. supposedly doing wrong? You have to have flyers posted saying that we're COVID compliant. At the time, we were only supposed to do curbside sales, and they said, you know, if, if someone comes into your store. Uh, you're going to get a you know, citation and you might get this and that and just scaring the worker. This is uh, Santa Monica, the Santa Monica location? Which all, all my locations. All of them? Yeah. But you got you had somebody come into all of them or just? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yep. And basically say, you know what? This is, If any customer comes inside your store, you can find this, that. It's like, guys, wait a minute. Have you been to Home Depot lately? Yeah. Have you been to the market? I mean, there's hundreds of people there. People aren't wearing a mask. People's noses aren't covered. You're worried about you know, my business that has two people inside and everyone is like six feet apart with mask and sanitizer and it's super clean and it's, you know, all spaced out and you're worried about us putting a flyer on the door like that's going to save COVID. It's just the the priorities of the city. It is what it is. I mean, nothing happened to us because we didn't do anything wrong, but just the fact that resources are being used to go visit small businesses to really just scare them. It is what it is. You haven't gotten cited, right? No, we've never done anything wrong. I mean, we've never done anything wrong. Any dot-com sales for you? The way I've done my business, maybe it's not a good idea, but it is what it is. We want people to get excited. So on our website, we try to get people excited about furniture. Once they're excited about furniture, we want them to come in. Once you come in, it's up to us to show you around and you know convert the sale. Because we do custom furniture. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do an online sale. So what's your website like? Is it dressed up to kind of get people pumped up? Yeah, get it pumped up, give you a taste of what we can do, get you all excited. And then once you come to the store, you see it in person. Because you, you know when you see something online, you can't sit on it. You don't know how comfortable it is. Sofayoulove.com. Yeah. So it's just a U, right? It's just the letter U. Yeah. How about Montrez Herald, Vic? Lakers stole him from, the, from your Clippers. You can't steal him if they didn't want to keep him. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. I yeah, mean, but that's a huge mistake. It's not. If they you, didn't if, even use him. If you watched them play, he was the reason why they lost. Really? Defensively, he's really bad. And Denver was targeting him. They were literally targeting him. If you look at his plus minus in the playoffs, it was historically bad. 
enough to the point where the veterans on the team, they had issues with him, specifically Kawhi Leonard. Like we were talking about, he left for about a month, right? His grandmother died. He's got some, probably some anxiety and depression yeah, issues. He, he has, he has well-known depression issues. He'll write stuff online um, that's really inappropriate and stuff. Like scary stuff that like if you know someone that you would say, oh my gosh, this person's depressed. Maybe they'll hurt themselves. Um, he's, he's been very emotional. In the playoffs, he didn't play very well. The issue with the Clippers was Doc Rivers was stubborn. He went with the guys that he knew, their resume. Well, you should go with the guys that deserve to be there. And he used the wrong lineups. He goes stubborn. That's why they blew the Denver series. What about that DM you sent, Doc Rivers? I don't know what you're talking about. How'd that go? You know, I just said... Did he read it? Yeah. Really? He, he responded. Yeah. You, you didn't tell me this. Do you have it on? Do you have it on? Read it. No, to the, come don't. on, man. Let's read it. I know you, you probably got all... No, I deleted your message. it. No, you no. did not delete I that, deleted. Vic. There's no way you deleted it. You screenshot that I'll give you $10,000. Like like he framed it. No, it's on no. the wall. Bottom line, um, you know, I sent him a message when they, when they lost that, you know what? It's, it's awful. Um, you guys got the short end of the stick. You guys don't have any luck. And then, you know, he wrote back, just basically summarized it, uh, devastating. He, he, that's what he said. Yeah, basically a devastating loss. I can't explain it. And then, and then a couple of days later, he got the Philadelphia job because Balmer was upset why he, his, his answer of why they lost wasn't enough, wasn't good enough. Because Balmer wants to think outside the box. You know, Balmer's background, the owner of the Clippers, is Microsoft. Think outside the box. I want you to think like no one else thinks. Like Daryl Morey, the Houston GM. And Doc's explanation was very ordinary. It wasn't deep enough. It wasn't extreme enough. And that's why he bounced them. So they're going to go in a different extreme way. Basically, the players are the coach. In this case, Kawhi Leonard's the coach. And that's what Ty Lue's going to do. Basically, Kawhi runs the show. LeBron won a championship in Cleveland like that, and that's what the Clippers are going to try to do. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but the Clippers are not good enough to win, though. You know, the Lakers are the best. I mean, no doubt about it. But if you, if you take away the Lakers for a second, the next best team is the Clippers. The biggest threat is the Clippers. I have boycott the NBA, so I refuse to comment on any NBA talk. Is that because your Bulls are so bad? No. Be honest. If they were good, would you watch? I have boycott the NBA because they have done this bubble thing very, very wrong. Um, and if you want me to get into it, I will. But What do you mean the bubble thing? Open mic. So with all this BLM stuff, okay, I know it might be sensitive, might not be sensitive. Look, I'm completely for all these you know, protests and everybody, everybody rights and everybody's rights. You know, if you want to, I mean, even the Armenians, when we did our thing, you know, to get out and protest and, and get our point across, uh, you know, I'm, I'm for it. As long as you're doing it in peace and not causing any problems and whatever. Not, by, not one arrest. Those uh, Armenian protests. Correct. Correct. No destruction of any property. So if you're, if you're out there trying to voice your opinion, you know, by all means, do it. If you're doing it in peace, do it. I'm, not a fan of how NBA put Black Lives Matter all across the floor on every stage that they had. My biggest problem with the NBA was LeBron James this year. Biggest problem with and and ever since I've seen his interviews and how he talks, I've just I'm disgusted. He's using his post game speeches as political and his opinion about all this that's been going on. A lot of politics and honestly I, I don't care to hear that and I don't 
Well, that's, our, that's our three hours to escape life. Nobody wants to hear that exactly. in sports. And he has, I mean, Joe might know, he has millions of followers on Instagram. You know, you want to voice your opinion? Do it on your Instagram page. Do it on your social media page. I don't give a shit what you think about politics. I don't care, you know, how you feel about what's happening in this BLM movement and whatnot. You know, obviously I respect everybody's opinion and, and everyone's entitled to it. But the NBA commissioner is a pussy for allowing him and others to talk the way they are. Chris Paul being another one right behind it. And honestly, when when I saw that, I'm like, you know what? F that. I'm as not, I'm as not. technically as employees. Yeah. And uh, he's an employee. He's, a, he's an employee. Exactly. Uh, huh? So so they're just, you know, because LeBron is God and yada, yada. I, I don't care, dude. At the end of the day, this is what it is. This is what you have to do. You know, yeah. you, you want to talk about politics, finish your post-game interview and go go do it tweet on your, it. On your tweet go tweet it. it, go put it on your social, no, before you say anything. Look at what the NFL is doing. The NFL is doing it unbelievable, okay? What's the NFL slogan? You know what the NFL slogan is? Mm. It takes all of us. That's the NFL slogan. They're uniting. Whatever you see, whatever whatever thing you see, it says it takes all of us. Just look at that sentence. It's very well done. There's no BLM written all over the place in every stadium, on every field, on on everyone's on their jerseys. NBA jerseys. If you told me that we're going to replace your last name on the back of your jersey and put Black Lives Matter on the back of your jersey where your last name goes and you're going to put your last name underneath your jersey number where if you tuck in your shorts you might see it you might not see it i don't care how much money i'm getting paid i'm not disrespecting my last name for anything i'm i'm with the cause 100 percent. i i i do believe that we have a problem with racism in our country yeah i'm i, I i'm with it but there's proper ways to address that. And I think the NBA did it completely wrong this year. Well, I think LeBron is the leader of the pack. He runs the Correct. league. Whatever he wants, he's going to get. And and that's that's how it's being ran right now. He also he, he was, he was starting to quote Malcolm X. And if you read about Malcolm X, he said that the most dangerous person is the white liberal. And that's the guy he was pushing through the, the entire election. Yeah. So I don't think LeBron knows history much. I think he might have even gotten paid off by a lot of this stuff. I agree. It I was agree. Just, it was a bad look. It's not a good look. Yeah. And, then just, and then just kneeling for the anthem. I think you can, you know, if you want to protest and do things, I think there's a better way of doing it. But then you, you talk to guys who have who fought for our country, and they say, hey, that's that's why we fought, for guys to do what they do, and that's that's okay. Like, look at, Cap, look at Cap. Look at Kaepernick, right? So now if if kneeling is the right thing to do technically if everyone's kneeling how come no one's given Kaep uh, Kaepernick a chance yeah because back uh, then it wasn't a normal thing to do honestly he's you know, he's he better he's, he's I'm not saying this because I'm a Niner fan but he's better than at least 25% of the quarterbacks starting right now are they not allowing him in the league or he I, doesn't I, want to. I think they're allowing that. I, I think they don't want any drama. Nobody they don't, wants they don't that. want any part of what, what's going to come with that yeah, Nobody wants with that. that signing. But now it's different than, than before. Unfortunately, some in the black community have hijacked the movement. And you saw all the riots and all the bad stuff. Like it's that's not even on. the black community. It's the, it's the white 
punk kids who are coming yeah. out of their basements pretending. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of people. They're trying just, to move this Black Lives Matter. Yeah. There's, there are, there are plenty of great black black people. It's the white people that are out looting. It, it, it's and whoever is hijacking. Whoever is hijacking this movement. Yeah. That's the problem. And, but, and there's when there's black people that are that are walking with them. They're saying, right. "What are you doing? This yeah. isn't what we're about." Yeah. So it's it's a it's a whole political thing too behind it. I don't think it's got to do with the whole, you know. But I don't blame them for trying to get the word out when us Armenians the last two months have tried to do the exact same thing. Yeah, but they've had they had more success than us. Yeah, but someone commented based on what you're saying. I saw I saw a comment. It was on social media somewhere. They said, "Well, it looks like a hundred thousand people at a protest or a march wasn't enough. So I guess let's start." breaking windows and setting buildings yeah. on fire so maybe we can make it on get, cnn get or attention. make it on social media well, and you know. instead of doing that they they decided to block the freeways yeah even even that got i mean even that hardly got anything i mean look i'm not a fan of that i wasn't a fan of that the the blocking freeways you know but it's a sign I mean, of, it's a sign of desperation yeah, i guess it's 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 something but i, I wasn't a fan of of that at all but imagine being a non-armenian and being stuck in that Imagine if you were taking your wife to the hospital, the Correct. baby's coming yeah, out, yeah, and yeah, these yeah. fucking guys are like, stuff. you can't block the freeway. But you know what's sad, though? You, you could have, block Wilshire Boulevard. You know what's you know? sad, though, Joe? You have to be aggressive, unfortunately. Like, you have to, you know, I don't, I'm not saying to do it, but I'm saying if you did it, you'd get more attention. Like, if you mm. were out looting, if you were out destroying property, you'd get attention countrywide, yeah. at least. And we saw that with, with, you know, all the other movements with Antifa or Black Lives Matter or whatever. And then the National Guard was all up on the block in downtown. Me, that was a different story. Yeah. It was fucking let me ask you, AK-47s all on the street. Let me ask a question. In, in the past, in sporting events, you used to have a lot of people, like in soccer games especially, run out on the field. You know, you've seen people run out naked on the field, running across. Now, a lot of the... the They've, they they tell the camera crew if that happens, get it off. Mm -hmm. Don't don't, don't show attention. it. You know, so why can't social media take that approach with stuff like? Obviously, the more they show it, the more they show the looting, the more they show. Well, they have uh, to show it. Yeah. It's fun. Media. Yeah, that's it's, what I'm it's saying. Exciting. So, that's driven. So, it's clicks. That's what drives it's them. Yeah. Clicks. Yeah. It's advertising. So it's, it's money. Mm -hmm. If it's something, I mean, obviously, the more you show it. I mean, look at CNN. For the last half of a year, what are they showing? Yeah, COVID. They're so excited to show COVID cases. Nothing I mean, else. Nothing yeah. else to talk about. You know, uh, Rudy Giuliani had his hair dye drip on his face. <laughs> it was like a whole the whole day. That's all you saw that's on TV. Yeah. That his hair dye is dripping. Like, really? That's the news of the day, huh? It's bad, man. I'm telling you guys, man. Media. It's like is a soap opera. The devil. It's the worst. I haven't watched it in maybe a month, and it feels amazing. I don't know what's happening. I don't want to yeah. know what's happening. I, I, I completely this stopped. year I'll go was, on. was a lottery for the media. Imagine how much they controlled television. I mean, there was no fucking sports, and we were all at home watching the uh, COVID task force. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy how I got they stuck just. Stuck in that. I used to never COVID watch the news in I got my stuck life. Stuck in COVID when the COVID every just day, came out. like I would wait watching right until oh, they all watching Fauci what? and Barbara. I was. And, I just sat there watching for like three, four hours. Yeah. And for three, I, four hours oh, for like three months. No, no. Bro. There was one day. It was. A, it was like a, it was April. Sunday in April. Yeah. yeah, it was an ugly day outside. There was nothing going on, and I just sat there and uh -huh. I just got locked into edge this. of the seat. Horrible. What's gonna happen next, dude? It was bad. Fe That's one way to get people's attention, Vic. But then I get fear. it. And I get it. It's fear. total, total fear. You need fear. And I get it because if 
people are are doing that all day long and they come outside and they want to you know put masks on and they complain about others are putting masks on they're running on the streets exercising with a mask on because they think it's this thing's going to come and get you and mike i want to ask you what do you think about the masks do you think they should have forced people to wear a mask earlier so we can end this or it's like hey every man for himself it's cool I don't know. You know, look, man, I believe in just taking care of yourself. You're going to touch a doorknob, go wash your hands. You're going to shake somebody's hand, go wash your hands. But don't force them to wear a mask. Vic, if they work, why do we have to close our stores? Well, people don't wear the mask. That's the problem. But why do we, if they don't work, why do we have to wear them? Because people in groups are hanging out without a mask. And then they're getting sick. I know, but, it's but a if mandatory. masks work, why do we have to close restaurants or my jewelry shop or your well, but uh, when people, showroom? W- when people get sick, it's not when they're wearing a mask. It's when they're having parties and big get-togethers without a mask. And then once you're sick, you're sick. That's the, that's the problem. So how about the governor goes out and has a dinner with his folks and it's, it's not okay for everybody else to go out and eat? It happens. So how true was that? He was at a French restaurant or something like that? Yeah, Yeah, like the most expensive restaurant in California. The French Laundry in Napa. Yeah. Which is like impossible to get into. And then his aunt goes out and goes to the salon and gets a a nice little cut with no mask on. And then the barbershop's open the next day. Guys, it just just proves they're they're human. They're they're normal people. I know, but... And and all he's trying to do is convince people to reduce the risk. He knows 100% compliance isn't going to happen. You can't get caught, man. I, I don't think you can yeah, get caught. Yeah, I'm with you. When he's there every single day on a podium telling you to stay home, don't do anything, wear a mask all day, you can't get caught. You're right. Yeah. It is what it is. Well, I mean, that's why he has so many haters, up. Mike. And, and, he, and he owned up to it. In, in his defense, he owned up to it. Yeah, what's he going to say? Nancy Pelosi, when she got caught getting her hair done without a mask, because the, the hair salon... Um, opened the place just for her yeah. and she got caught on video when the owner decided to publish it she was very defensive how much does that owner hate her by the way <laughs> opens for her and then leaks video she probably <laughs> got like yeah she probably asked for money oh, over man. under yeah. one million dollars yeah she probably oh, said hey you know it's gonna cost you this much for it to Guess not go who public I have, and, yeah. you know? and she's the third most powerful person oh, tough, you guys gonna have more kids Vikan will for uh, sure you know what it's not my call unfortunately I would have more kids I love family. I love my family. Love kids. We've got four, but unfortunately, it seems like uh, factory's closed. Factory might I be closed. I want one more. I'll take a fifth, but, but babe, if you you're li- more. I, I want one more. Yeah. But seriously, babe, if you're listening to this, if we have one more, whatever you want, whatever you want. <laughs> you gotta be careful with that one. <laughs> <laughs> She'll record this too. <laughs> How about you, Joe? Number Another three. Kid? Number three coming know. soon. Maybe. Look at him. Maybe. You're still young. Yeah, Why not? I love kids. I mean, I was always good with kids. You're going to have kids. one more? Basketball. I'll have one more. My wife won't. Oh. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, my Vic, wife. Don't cough, please. Yeah, my wife won't. Sorry. No coughing. You know what? I, I mean, I got lucky, look, Mike. I have one boy, one I girl. Tested, I tested yeah. positive, so, but it was fake. So. Hey, is your son as bad as you were when you were no, a kid? No. Not even close. Do, have you guys, have you guys heard a story about a, Joe when he was younger? I was, oh, I was bad. Joe's got Dude, Joe, great I think Joe, stories. Joey's stories as a, I, you I were, let it out though. Dude, you were probably the worst, like kid the ever. baddest child ever. This guy invented the golden shower. What? I did. Yeah. On your cousin. On, yeah. He used, to, he, used, <laughs> he, he, used to, he used to pee from his balcony down. Like, you know, like uh, my aunt lives two Love houses you, away. Angie. Yeah. 
So they would go and, you know, Armenians, they go talk, surge, murge, here, there, whatever, whatever. So every time someone would come over, he would just go to the balcony and just pee on whoever was outside from the balcony. Whoever I was, was kid, talking How to old his you mom. At the time? Like five? Sixteen. Yeah, six. <laughs> Joey put his own cat in the freezer. No, I didn't do yes, that. Yes, you did. So, hold on. Let's hear this. This, this is a good story. This isn't going on the show. No, if, yeah, we probably no, won't. No, no, no. Why not? Don't, I don't want it on the show. Why? I don't know. What's Who the story? Well, I want to know. You freeze a cat. I you? didn't freeze the cat, bro. <laughs> you wanted to take it to I the beach. I wanted to take the two cats to the beach, so I put it in the cooler, but there was no ice in the cooler. Oh, it was just the no, cooler to the hold cat? the cat, and I forgot them. Joe, can you remind the viewers you killed the cat? What was your website? <laughs> 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 no, was it two cats? It was two. They both died. Yes. And you open up the cooler, and they were just dead. explosion. Oh, no, they, way, were, they were exploded. Dude. I didn't Wait, they really exploded. They were exploded. How do you not hear them? Like trying to get. Well, when did you find out? Crawl? When you got to the beach? No, I just forgot completely. Forgot. I know, but like, when did you there. realize that they were still? I was, I was a kid, bro. I, I know, five I know. years old. When but did you realize, realize they were when still you in got there? back home, or when you? When I were... got back home, I still don't remember. And I think my it was my sister's cats, Lara's. She went to go look for them, and then I just I remember oh my that it just hit me. Oh my god! I left it in the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Sad, dude. Peter's gonna be calling us pretty soon. But that was like a just a mistake. Well, you're just a hope. I mean, bad dude, mistake, dude, bad accident. Dude, I didn't mean to kill there's the fucking There's cat. no reason. There's no reason to apologize. How about he, he smoked like a pack of cigarettes at the age of? Seven. I used to smoke. I haven't smoked since high school. No, no. Your first cigarette was how old? No, man. Like six years old. No, senior year. <laughs> no, senior year. No, five. I only smoked. Ci- oh, that? Yeah, that was that was a joke. Though. And a Corona. And you had a Corona, corona on my ear and a cig in my mouth. I was six. Here's the photo. <laughs> and he has a photo. Too. I just actually snapped it. That's crazy. There you it talked is, about dude. It. Look at it. She was my babysitter. And you're drinking there, right? <laughs> Did you drink? If anybody needs a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of babysitter <laughs> is this? <laughs> Six years old? <laughs> no, I was a bad kid. You know what's funny is that back then it was okay. Right. You do something like right. that now. Now child so services all over you. 20 years you're locked up. That's right. I was spoiled, Mike. I'm the youngest. I have two older sisters. My sister's girlfriends would always say, what, like, was your dad say a- the F word, say the F word, or pull your belly out, you know? I'm serious. That's what was happening. And I was just a stupid kid. Dude, I, could, I, could, I could just picture you peeing on everybody from your balcony. Dude, the best. I used to throw stuff. Like I used to throw something at someone's head. <laughs> I was bad. How much does your dad love you? He loves me. When you were born, what happened? He loves me. When I was born, he actually, when my mom <laughs> went to the delivery room, and back then, I guess they didn't have the technology, so the doctor told my dad that it's another girl, and I have two older sisters, so my dad didn't even go to the hospital. He said, I already have, I, I, I already have two girls. I'm going to work, you know? It's the third one, so... <laughs> I'll just bring her home later. So, so he went to work, and my mom's best friend called my dad and said, "You had a boy." And then my dad said, "Don't lie." You know, he goes, "No, you really had a boy." And and then he was actually helping a customer. Cool story. He was helping a customer at the time bargaining when he got the phone call, and then he gave the ring free to the customer. It was like thirty five hundred bucks or something. 
1987. He goes, I had a boy. Just take the ring. I'm going. Mm. And then every year on my birthday, I think he passed now, he used to come and buy a gift buy after something. that, the customer. customer. That nice. was pretty cool. That's cool. But he loves me and I love him. I mean, he started my company, which I'm trying to grow. And that's it. I work next to him all day. So, Vic. Yeah, Joe. When will everything get back to normal? Like, what what do you think will happen? I mean, it's always it's never going to get back to normal. It's always going to be different. That's crazy. I mean, you think gonna, so? You think this crazy. is the new normal? I yeah. hate that. Okay, the idea of wearing masks, it's going to yeah, continue for a long time. We're at least we're at least a year and a half away from any kind of normal. Yeah, 2022. And any kind of normal. Yeah, I think 21 for sure. Look, they're not even allowing kids it. to have in-person schooling. Yeah, a lot of schools have already said. That. You think that affects our younger ones? Oh my like god! Like my one-year-old has oh never been god, to Disneyland. Dude. When my son was one, I think we took him to Disneyland seven times. Disneyland doesn't. I'm ma- just giving Disneyland, Disneyland as an example. Disneyland doesn't like, mean shit. But these kids, when they're not in school, they learn so much. It's not just about the teacher teaching them stuff. So it affects the, the older kids already, more than the babies. Already, as it is, the social life of these kids is all on cell phones. Mm-hmm. As it is, imagine as it is. So now you're taking the few hours of social life they have with their friends, with anything, even with teachers, just leaving. It's it's just, it's so bad. It's really, really bad. Think about all the seniors in high school that are missing their senior year, just like all the kids last year. Yeah. Your senior Jacked year, how up. much fun was it? And all these kids are missing out. All those eighth graders are going to change schools. All Can you those- imagine senior year not being able to play sports? Your last year. Forget about sports. They're not even in school. I know, but your no, senior but year no, to not you. play, your senior year. Yeah. Oh, dude, and, that and would break my heart. Imagine and being in college, though, and having that. No, senior year is different. Because high school, high school is different. I know, college, but college is your career, college, though. Well, yeah, yeah, what if you were going to be if the you've, If you've established yourself already at, at a certain point, you have. But high school, a lot, of, a lot of people don't care about college ball. A lot of people don't. A lot of people want to play high school and and move on with a career. Yeah, you know whether they whatever they want to become. I mean, at the end of the day, if, if you're gonna make it, you're gonna make it. If you wanted to, you can go play overseas anywhere, and and shine and get picked up eventually and come back here and play. Mm-hmm. If that's if that's what you really, if if your goal is to play pro ball at one point, you no, know, I mean college basketball supposed to start right. I don't Co- know. I mean, they they yeah. they announced that at least they're going to have some kind of college basketball this are year. Are they still yeah. having football? College football? Yeah, they I still guess. Are, so yeah. I'm I'm not. Uh, I don't. I can't get into college football. Yeah, I just can't get into. It's because it. there's no attendance. It's no, not I mean, the yeah, same. They, yeah, they're partial, some, partial attendance. Some are, some. but it's just yeah. not. It doesn't. But feel even even NFL getting getting into it was a lot harder in mm-hmm. the beginning. It's different. Like look at Seattle for example. Like Seattle without that yeah. home field. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, that's what they're they they bank Kansas City. I mean Kansas City, yeah, they're different. They're they're solid right now, regardless. But Seattle at home now, it's at least KC can get somebody in there. Seattle, there's nobody yeah. that can that, that can even even Pittsburgh. <clears throat> but that's a whole you know? that's a huge home field advantage. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you don't you don't come. Well, there is no more home yeah, field. Come advantage. playoff time, you don't want to play in Seattle. But now, it, whether you're a seven seed. Now, because there's an extra team making the playoffs. That's yeah. right. Or, I forgot yeah. about that. Whether you're and and only one team gets a buy. So now, technically, if you're talking AFC, Pitt and Kansas City are just fighting for that one buy. The buy is huge, but 
Besides that, whether you're a seven seed or a two seed makes zero difference. Zero difference. You know, you can play all games in Seattle and no difference at all. And sidelines, they were just last week, uh, week they're on the primetime game. You're, you can just hear your coach calling in the play from the sideline. Like you don't even need headsets. You know, you just you can yell out the play to your quarterback. It's weird, and they, yeah. they can hear everything you're saying. Yeah, it's H- have you been to the new Ram Stadium? I saw it when it was getting constructed. They were like three quarters done. Crazy! It's yeah. been open, and you can't even go. Five billion dollars. But what's I, have, I heard they announced for Staples Center next year already that there is going to be no fans again. Uh, yeah. Staples Center is that true? Yeah, I would think so. There's concerts supposedly in like August, but I don't think that's happening. No, I, I, one of one of my good friends is a season ticket holder, and they said that they already announced that. Oh yeah, the Lakers announced it. Yeah. Yeah. No, for, for now, all of 2021 too. Yeah, because yeah, the yeah. mayor of LA isn't exactly uh, no chance. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think California's gonna be the last. But the last some thing. like that Notre Dame game a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> they rushed the court. Dude, there there was like. Twenty thousand people on the st- uh, in the field after the game. <laughs> COVID breakout. I saw that and I was like, for for a second, like I I I got life back. Like I'm looking at that. I'm like, dude, if this is like now, I'm like, all right, like we're getting somewhere in life. <laughs> what did no. you think of Justin Turner? Oh, <laughs> he got man. a positive test. So, so like, jacked up. And he like ran back on the field. So Security's like, hey, wait, wait. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> I was looking so forward to seeing that guy's face. You know, they pan to like certain players. Yeah. That poor guy's gone through a lot already, you know? And I was really looking forward to his reaction and not seeing it really sucked. But they kept that so hush hush. Like I found out that he had COVID like after the, after game. the game. And he went back on the field with no mask. Yeah. <laughs> he got pulled in the seventh. But nobody even said anything. Like, obviously, everybody thought nobody knew what happened. But nobody even said that he got pulled. Like, no, they did. No, he did. did. They They mentioned it. it. Yeah, of course. They didn't say why, though. No, they did. No, they did. After the game. After the game. Yeah, because I I, when I was watching, they didn't say anything. It's funny because somebody told me, and it was, I think maybe you told me, Mike, or, or. I forgot who told me, but they said the player with COVID lasted more than the player pitching a no hitter. Because the pitcher, who was the, Cash, who was the pitcher? Snell, Snell w- had a no-hitter in the seventh inning. And he he, got, he in didn't the have sixth, a no-hitter, but, I mean, he was, yeah. He was like, he has, like, one invisible. hit. He was killing the Dodgers, yeah. and he got pulled, but Turner has COVID, and he was in there longer. Yeah. That was funny. That, yeah. was, that was your gift, Mike. Dude, somebody needs to find Kevin Cash's address. Need to send him a gift basket. He did a... How does he, he pull pulled him? A, he pulled a Dave Roberts. I mean, how does he pull him there? He pulled a Dave you, Roberts. You overthink it. It's like, all premeditated pool, prior though? to the game. This is what happens. Third time around, guy gets a hit. You don't want to see Mookie the third time around. Overthink it. Even though Mookie's over. for You know what changed that series? It was the tag at third. Once that happened, when he tagged off, he didn't tag. I forgot what game it was even. You're talking about the Braves. That was when... Uh, was that the Braves series? Yeah. That yeah. didn't happen against the, the Rays the to the tag? No. Sorry, then that's one. That changed the whole Dodgers postseason. All I know is because the Braves it? were getting us. Mike. Mookie Betts catch Friday, Saturday, was Sunday too. was everything too. Was it Game Five? That was a sick game. The one that the Dodgers lost. Where they came back. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. So that was a great, great game. <laughs> <laughs> they won. It's over. Relax. That was, that was Game Four. Yeah, whatever. That was that was. Were you not rooting for them? I I, I was just watching, and it was. It's 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 fun when you see somebody like that shine on on the big stage. 
like a no the guy, namer. the guy, yeah, the guy that got a hit. He, the guy, like almost stopped breathing. Like he, he was. They were yeah. interviewing him, and he's like, "Dude, I can't breathe. I can't breathe." <laughs> it was just fun. It yeah. was. I, I like seeing no namers like that. You'll probably never hear that guy's name. Never again. Ever, ever again. Never again. Thank God but, they recovered from that, dude. Yeah, Oof. but that was uh, that was a that was a good game. That was a rough night. How did they win the next rough, day? That was a rough tough. night. That was big. To win the next game, that was huge. Thank God That's they huge. did. Huge. So, Joe, what's the what's the action this week? What what are we betting on this week? I don't know. You still betting? That's that's a good point you guys bring up. Do you guys still bet? Um, I hadn't bet for I, I hadn't bet for a long time. Joe, you I'll, don't? Ever since the March shutdown? No. I, I hadn't bet. I hadn't bet for a long time. I started a few weeks ago. You want to bet he's lying? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. For hundred percent. Wait, everything shut down. <laughs> a liar. You everything shut down from March to what was it? No, like the sports June was or? shut down. Yeah, yeah. So there was nothing to bet on. No. But when it opened up. Oh yeah, every day. <laughs> so so since we're on that, about three weeks ago, Mikey called me. And uh, we were talking about the elections that's going on. And I'm like, I can't believe what's happening. I don't think Biden has a chance of winning. What do you think? Yada, yada, yada. And me and Mikey were talking. And I think that just started the voting process. And Mike goes, dude, he's got no shot. I'm like, what do you mean he's got no shot? He goes, uh, Biden's got no shot. Trump's running away with it. And I was like, are you sure? He goes, yeah. So I sent Mikey a screenshot of a picture that I got from Joey like a, a day before. And Joey knows what picture he sent me. He sent me a bet <laughs> that Joey made on Trump to win the presidential election. Oh, my gosh. So when I send that picture to Mike, I'm like, Mike, I go, Biden's your new president. This guy's got that much control, man. I'm Biden like, Mike, new president. I said, Mike, I said, I'm sorry to break it to you. There's no But way. I go, we're fucked. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, I'm about to send you a picture right now. I go, we're fucked. I go, badly. So I said it to Mike and he's just <laughs> Just so like real sports, though, it's fixed. By the way, have you lost that bet yet? Is it official? Oh, yeah. Oh, you did. Oh, I paid it. Yeah, I have it. I took it too. <laughs> it's still it's still pending on mine. mine I was gonna say mine yeah. graded. No, it's still pending on mine. But it mine mine only let me take take two. But my my bookie did tell me that if he somehow wins in court, I'll get my money back plus the winnings. Mm. How often do you bet, Marty? Um, I hadn't bet in a while. I was on a nice dry spell. I started again, and I'm thinking of stopping. Does your wife know you bet? Like yeah, this? she does. She's aware of it. Yeah, she, she just does. lets you go. And lets you do she it. helps pick teams. Let me tell you. Let me yeah, tell but you. Us betting is not like the, crazy money, though. The best part. I mean, it's not big crazy money. We're. Betting. I know you talk about your wife and not the one thing, or not the one thing, but um, a while. My wife is very different as far as letting me do what I want to do. Um, as far as gambling goes, I'll never forget one time we got to Vegas a few years ago. I still have my luggage in my hand. I haven't checked in. I haven't even checked into the room yet. The first roulette table I saw, I said, let me play over there. And she just went and she's sitting down waiting, just giving me some time to play. She doesn't know or she didn't know. In less than an hour, I lost seven grand. Wow. Less than an hour, which is what I had. 
which is which is what i took with me on that trip and we were there for three days so seven grand in an hour because i hadn't been there in a while and i just i just blew up so we went checked in and now we're going sorry was she with you when you lost no she wasn't she was sitting no she was she was she was checking in there she was checking us in the room okay she was kind of in the lobby and i said just come back and get me okay and then we'll go to the room and at this point she did she get you she came now she got me and we're going to the room now does she know that you i haven't told her yet okay so we're going up the elevator and i'm shivering like shivering like i'm scared to tell her I just lost everything. How long ago was this? Do you have any kids? We had kids, yeah. Maybe six years ago, okay. seven years ago. Okay. So I'm scared to tell her that I just lost everything that we came to Vegas with. What I have to tell her, obviously, because I need to make a trip to the ATM because we have three more days in Vegas and I have $47 in my pocket. <laughs> so, Jesus. so I told her, I go, look, I go, I'm sorry, but I just got raped on the roulette table like the worst beat the, the worst i've ever done in my life and i don't know why i played the amount that i played and the reaction i got was very unexpected she's like babe it's okay you'll get it back tomorrow i was like what are you talking about she goes don't worry you'll get it back tomorrow i have 47 dollars in my pocket i go how do you expect me to get that money back tomorrow so she goes don't worry just cash out some money tomorrow and you'll get it back. Be positive. I was like, okay, fine. Went to breakfast uh, in the morning and we signed in. So we signed in. She goes, why don't you go play a little bit? What'd you have for breakfast? McDonald's? No, we had, <laughs> at, at, it was, uh, we were at Planet Hollywood, one of the cafes over there. Credit card? Uh, you had enough on? I had enough, had enough? yeah. Okay. She goes, why don't you oh, go? Oh, he got comped. He lost she goes, seven go grand play a little hour. bit. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to. She goes, just go play a little bit. Just go try your luck. So I went, I played an hour. Maybe an hour and a half. I made everything I lost back, plus another four thousand dollars on top of that. Wow! In roulette. In roulette, yeah. And you bought her a Chanel purse. Oh my god! So I, 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 I gave her the seven that I had initially come with, so to eliminate that, and I gave her whatever I pulled, and I did. What's the most you've ever lost in a weekend? Uh, I don't know if I can answer that question. How many digits? How many digits? Five. In, in one weekend, mm-hmm. I lost. I've lost ten. Ten k. Yeah, more than that. Yeah, more than that. Ten k doesn't sound like it's a lot if you lost seven k <laughs> in one hour. That sounds like you won if you lost. It's, 10K. My Vegas trips are very roller coastery. How much have you won? What's the most you've won in a weekend? The most I've won, I've actually won in about an hour and a half again on a craps table which i don't play craps ever and it was a sema trip we went to sema with vegas with the boys and i told myself i'm not going to gamble and i took 500 bucks with me that weekend and i said i'm not going to pull any money i'm not going to gamble i'm just going to go it's a business trip so i i saw the craps table i took 200 bucks out of my pocket I turned 200 into 17 grand. No yeah. way, dude. <laughs> really? It was the sickest, sickest ride. Do you roll? Ever. Do you roll the dice? Um, I, at that, when I, when I, the money I won, I didn't. Someone else was rolling. Wow. But I think I gave the guy over a thousand bucks in tips. And that guy was, was running was just, for like an uh, hour. I mean, I play hard ways. I don't know if you know how to play craps. Um, I play hard ways a lot. It just, it's hard eight, hard 10. Like for your hundred, it pays you a grand, mm-hmm. pretty much. 
Um, so it kept on, I kept on doubling and doubling and I started with a hundred, got a thousand, pushed it, got to two, got to four, got to eight, got to 10. Uh, and your, your 17,000 that you won, how much of that went to uh, Nairi? Um, so from that 17,000, I had a sports gambling <laughs> loss that week. <laughs> so a good, a good seven of that went to the bookie that week whose bachelor party was it was it yours when we went and it was black on roulette oh yeah and it was like nine yeah, my brother straight ten straight in a his, row his wallet no that but we it was like ten of us guys what yeah. was the guy's name gosh ken do you remember was it ken <laughs> i know what you're talking about yes dude. that's skinny stuff yes no reaction reaction at all we put black 10 times $100 all of us we lost 10 yeah, times yeah but it wasn't it wasn't we doubled it we every single doing, time we all participated yeah. Yeah. cuz we won our money two, back two became four marty we probably got yeah. we gave that table like 20 and this was before we even went to the strip club we didn't hit, it was right yeah. before mike right we before. didn't hit one number right yeah you were one, with us yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It was we didn't it hit was one color. Hold on, we had the limo waiting for us yeah. to go to yeah. the strip club. It was right after dinner, and we're like, yeah. hey, let's go put hundred bucks on black, all of us. Let's, let's just make our, our lap dance money. And right? I can't, uh, uh, and I remember the, you saying it has to come now. It has to come. It has, it has to, to come. Oh, no, it was Marty, Vic. It has Marty to. there's no it way it's not Vic. coming. I remember Bro, it was Vic and Vic <laughs> doesn't Bro, it was Vic doesn't gamble. Yeah. It was Vic. He's oh. like, dude, it's gonna come. And we're screaming the Sev's name, remember? Come on, Derek. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go, zero. Zero, yeah, zero reaction. reaction. Oh, and zero. The second we stopped, red. No, we left. We left. I know. As soon as you left. No, no, no. We didn't want to see the board. Everybody everybody walked out, but I think somebody ran back inside to see what it For was. For sure, Ten red came. Straight. We were on black or red? No, black. we were on black. Yeah, no, it was like 10. Yeah. 10 straight red. Yeah, it was we crazy. 10 straight red. It was red. pretty yeah. crazy. Thousand Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen that? Thousand each. I've, no? I've seen uh, six numbers on roulette hit in a row. Wow! What? Same number? Six numbers on roulette. I've seen hit. They control back it. Back to back to back. They control it. Look, huh? I've, I've said that a lot of people. A lot of people that gamble think I'm nuts, but I've said it from the beginning that if you, let's say, if I'm a roulette dealer, if I'm spinning that ball eight hours a day, you know, eight hours a day, I'll fucking land that ball. Wherever you want me to land that ball, at least within three numbers. At least within three numbers. So are you supposed to put before put the money before he? Yeah, rolls? and then and then he goes like that, yeah. right? So he can. I mean, if like he I said, if 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 I'm if I'm spinning that that ball eight nine hours a day, you better believe I'm gonna master the shit out of me spinning that ball. Yeah, you're right. It, it's gonna bounce and it's in- inevitable where it lands. Yeah, but. I'll give you a four number cushion every roll and I'll get it in that same so when do you place your bet when he spins the ball or before no you place it no I know I know when to do it but you can also place it when he spins no right after he spins you still have some time to put it is that when you do it is that when you put it no I play my numbers no matter what yeah 23 is my number so I play 23 I play four numbers to the left of 23 four numbers to the right of 23 and directly across 23 is the number three. So I just in case if I completely miss my nine number stretch, I have one number on the opposite side. How of the much wheel. are you playing on a spin? I start with 10 bucks a spin, $10 a number. So $10 a number, it's a $100 investment. So if I hit it, I get 350 back. So if I get 350 back, now it becomes 50 bucks a number on seven numbers. And it hmm. it's, a, it's a strategy, but... 
when I lose that 10 becomes 20, that 20 becomes 50, the 50 becomes numbers that I shouldn't be gambling. But there are dealers that These are These are great tips. But that's not something that people are hiding. Of course, if you're rolling your yeah, dealer and you see that, okay, it's rolling. But you have, let go, no, how often, how often do you see when you're doing good on a table? Did they change they, the they dealer? They change the yeah, dealer. Of course. How often do you see when you're doing good on the table, they come and change that ball? Yeah, of course. Dirty. How often do you see when you're doing good, they change the deck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about uh, electronic That's all you got to tip. You got to be cool with Electronic them. roulette? No, never. <laughs> You gotta never. play cool. That's like slots. You I gotta be cool slots. with them. You gotta tip them. You gotta tip them before the You gotta spin. just yeah. make it a good atmosphere. For tip sure. Them before the spin. Before the spin. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Get yeah, them on you your side. You tip them before the spin. You you gotta just. I be think on that's the, the best strategy. Yeah. Is tip tip the dealer at before the, the spin. Yeah. yeah. Or or just or, when you get there, dude. I've seen people something. cash out forty fifty thousand dollars from a roulette table, and not give a dollar back. To the dealer. Wow. Not give a dollar. So maybe back. that strategy isn't the best. No, but I mean, it's it's people don't give a shit. Mm. Or maybe that guy is just down a quarter still, million dollars I mean, still. Even if he's down a quarter million, the guy, the person just gave you fifty grand. Yeah. You know, you got to give something. There I miss Vegas so much. Vegas, Vegas won't be the same for a very, very, very yeah, long time. Well, you weren't twenty one. You were no. twenty one. You had a fake, right? Yeah, yeah. You you like when was when was bachelor party? What year? Two thousand five. I was eighteen. Yeah, you weren't 21. Because <laughs> you were worried about coming. You said, should I come? Should I not but come? But you, you had a fake. You had a text no, number. No, we I, didn't, I didn't even I didn't get want I, you to gamble. I, I did. That. Joe, how much have you lost the weekend in Vegas? Probably like 15 grand. That's the That's like most. the more. Yeah. But that, w- this is, that was at my friend Alex's bachelor party. Do you tell your wife about it? Yeah, I told her. She knows. Does she tell you? Just, but the funny thing is him, I made it back it on my bachelor party, which was a couple of years after you that. You made a lot of money on your bachelor party. Yeah, on my bachelor party, I don't know what it was. It was just my weekend, you know? Had fun with my friends, my family, and just made it back. But I don't go to make money, Mike. How I much? Know, I know I'm going to lose. I go to have fun. Do you remember how I much? I don't really give a fuck. Do you remember how much you won that weekend? I don't. I, I won a lot. Blackjack? No, roulette. Mm. I was hitting like a hundred dollars on a number and it was hitting like three times in a row mm. so you look at your chips you have 10 grand in front of you and then when you have 10 grand in chips you just press it and it keeps hitting yeah i got paid awesome. a lot that's the best i got paid a lot Those of money runs, huh all i know is but when at the end, joey wins everyone knows about it when joey loses <laughs> nobody knows about it that's all i always I know. lose no what do you mean i just said you lose at the end joey joey takes like but i do it for both fun. sides and he just texts you the winning side and <laughs> yeah. says hey look this is how much i won on these guys and i pay the 10 percent to the to the book <laughs> But I, but I do it for fun. I I'm ready to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, if I'm, that makes sense, like I if I'm, I lose, I'm not. it's fine. Is it just out of boredom or what? I mean, I, like sports gambling. No, is just, that out of boredom? No, it just or you just need makes something? you watch the game, get mm. more excited a little bit. Mm. I know when Joey has money on the Dodgers or the Lakers, when he like goes crazy for like a base hit in like the second inning. <laughs> You know First how much you know how zero. much money Joey has when he puts up a post on Facebook <laughs> saying, "I can't believe they didn't do like, these guys suck these fucking refs, dude. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> Bro, me? Bro, how fixed yeah, the NBA? Fix. Yeah, how bullshit was that call? Or how about the group so, chats that he so says you this? know this is like 2014. Though, yeah, you know how check my Facebook post. Last post was 2014. <laughs> Remember that football pool? Oh. 
Which one? The Survivor? Scott Shields, man. Oh, my Suicide God. Suicide Pool? We told them we're knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea we were still in it. Or we're down 3 nothing and like with like 14 minutes ago in the first quarter. Yeah, I no, can't first, believe you took Buffalo. Drive. First drive of the yeah. game. Yeah. First, they score a field goal. Yeah. Bro, I fucking told you guys, dude. I fucking told you guys. <laughs> Why does anybody listen to me? I was a rookie back then. <laughs> Scott Shields, man. Guy's a stud. Scott Shields. That son of that a guy's bitch. a stud. What man. happened to him? He's still doing it. This is a suicide pool for those who don't know what we're talking about. And it's in it's basically you pick one team a week. If you win the pot, usually if you're starting week one is last not this year, last year there was over um a thousand no, no a thousand over almost ten thousand people in it. So ten thousand people, hundred bucks a spot. So it's a million dollars, yeah, right? About a million or, bucks. He keeps about ten percent. So and it's straight cash. Straight cash. So and you got to go and pick up this briefcase yeah, and, and straight cash on a street in New York. Correct. The first Has thing, anyone ever met the winner? Met the winner? I have no idea. I, I know um, things won. I'm not going to say his name on things, but so you I know, know I know, I know well? people who Wait, won. Wait, did they yeah. go and pick it up in New York? Yeah. They went to New York and picked no, it up? No, they didn't. They I'm, arranged payments to be made, like deposits to be made. In their checking in account? In their checking or? account with more money given to him. This um, thing is I, crazy. I won the baseball one this year. But it wasn't that many people. There was only like uh, seven people. No, the <laughs> the total total payout was about fifteen, sixteen grand. And how did you collect? So I entered the NFL one as well. So my portion of it of the chop because we chopped it. So my portion of it was about twenty five hundred bucks. So I told them to just keep it and apply it to the NFL one. So you won nothing. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> seventeen grand to twenty five hundred. Well, seventeen grand. We had a chop, um, a chop four way. Mm. But what and, did the other four people do? So we decided on a four way chop of ten thousand dollars. We chopped four ways. It was about ten thousand dollars, and we the they played for the rest. So one person ended up winning another like eight or nine thousand dollars on top of that. And how did he collect? I, I don't being, know. Being a count problem. Prob- I don't know. I mean, it was only it was less than ten grand. So I'm sure he, they arranged something. You guys Is into it? stocks? You play the stock market? No. I, I I used to. Not I, anymore. I used to no. I mean, I, my my dad's in it a little bit, so I kind of help him like maneuver around, but. Which makes no sense Not to me. Stocks? How stocks went up. Yeah, my, my dad does year. stocks. It went up, I think today it was the record. Uh-huh. Yeah. Highest of all time, 30,000. 30, mm-hmm. Since they announced the vaccine, it's gone crazy. You're into stocks? Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, do you do you buy and sell often or no. you just hang Long on term. to whatever you have? Long term. No, no, you have to have someone manage that. You can't, it's none of your business. Someone gets paid a lot of money to make those calls. You can't no, I know, but there, there's a lot of people that just... I have it like you know, on a like, personal account where yeah. I just, I'm doing it because it's, you know, something to do. Yeah. But I've I've bought stocks that I'm just going to hold on for I'm like a saying, few You're not years. doing yeah. half a million dollars of transactions. You're no. trusting some nerd geek behind the desk doing that. Yeah. 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 That's his job. So how many uh, family members are you going to have for over for Thanksgiving? We're actually going to my in-laws, not their family's house. A lot of people? At least 20. Uh-oh. Wow. Be uh, careful. I can give you guys the address of where we're going to be <laughs> if you guys want to come. How about you, Vic? Just family. It's going to be small. Yeah. Joe? We have two Thanksgiving parties. <laughs> <laughs> Same night? Like the worst. Same night. Both yeah. families? Uh-huh. And we'll go in the morning. Both for, families. Uh, we'll go in the morning for breakfast at my mom's and then we'll head out. 
I mean, somebody you? said one thing yesterday. He goes, for some people, it could be their last Thanksgiving. You know, maybe you're 75 yeah, years old or you 80 get, and you're if not. If you get COVID, it will be. No, not the COVID. Maybe <laughs> you're already not doing well and you want to be with your family. Like, I don't know, Vic. <laughs> Fuck COVID. I respect it. I wear my mask all day at work. I have a million antibacterials that all the customers use, but I don't know. So you asked earlier, there was a question you asked. Start talking about marriage and stuff like that. You said you're, you know, obviously you're seeing somebody, mm. you know, which is good. I'm happy for you. How is that going? How about I called you the other day? I was outside. Are you, house. Were you were you with her? Yeah, man. Oh, I was man. gonna say hi to you. Dude, I was putting my son to yeah, sleep. Whatever. I swear. I was like, I why is she gonna send me the voicemail? And I and I fell asleep. I really fell asleep after. Uh, I think marriage is a one of the biggest uh, decisions of your life, and it's got to be right. But like Joe said, I think you know, you know, like. I've been with this girl for a long time for me, and she's good, man. She's a good girl. That's awesome. It's the best thing, Mike. Yeah, we'll see. It makes you work hard. Good yeah. stuff, Mike. Good stuff. You get happy. Hopefully, we get the chance to and go to a bachelor a party level. again. That's the yeah. only reason That's why the only I'm reason. my married friends want me to get married. <laughs> <laughs> it's We're an excuse to go to Vegas. No, I'm just <laughs> waiting for that the chance to go to another bachelor party because it's the only time that my yeah. wife will allow me to do anything like that. And especially, it's got to be someone close to me. If it's somebody I'm not that close with and I say I got to go to the bachelor party, it's not going to happen. Imagine what a hit Vegas is taking. Oof. Like, stuff Monster. like this. I heard they're closed half the week. Yeah. Uh, hours, the, certain the, the hours. Ho- the, hotel, the hotels? Or? Yeah, because yeah, they, they're spending too much money operating rather than being open. And I think they're operating. only open Thursday through Sunday, yeah. right? I, yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. yeah, a lot of hotels. That's true, I think. Yeah. And a lot of, I mean, these hotels make a lot of their money on alcohol. Food, you know, alcohol. And sure. food. Now, even though when you're playing at the tables and you're being served drinks, Vegas is probably one of the only places in the world that you get drinks for free as long as you're playing. Mm. But if they're not allowing you to drink because you have to have your mask on, you mm-hmm. basically have to walk away, take your sip, come back. It, it's very... When I went in uh, July for my daughter's tournament, dude, it was the weirdest thing. I mean, I didn't even want to play. Like, yeah. imagine imagine how much of a sick gambler I am. And I, you know, as far as I can't, you can't pull me off of the tables. I just, I had nothing in me that I wanted to go any, any part of that. Why, you have to you. wear a mask when you're you on the table? You have to wear a mask yeah. when you're on the table at all times. What if you smoke? People smoke on the tables. There's no smoking. No, here? you have to walk away. Well, wow. some some is different, but you can't. Obviously, you can't smoke because you got to bring your mask down. Wow. So you're gonna walk. You have to walk away. It's it's, it's like I said. It's I don't know when the last time you guys went, but you know, well, the airline industry like, smashed. Any kind of travel, any kind of all oh, the cruises, um, the cruise ships. But the government will back up the airlines, Vic. Ah, they the won't let airlines ships? close. You know what I mean? Yeah, or but there's a lot. You can't, you can't back up all of them. They're they can. Gonna, they're not going to close, but... They won't close. It's it's bad. They're firing people left and right. Layoffs and furloughs or whatever. It could get worse, guys. I mean, you never know. People got money this year. All the loans and grants and stuff. I mean, I, I think Trump's, could be Trump's part of that. You know, the consumer confidence, people are... It's positive. Just the attitude makes a difference. Nothing specifically that they do, but... When they're positive on TV, thinking about it, talking about it out loud, people are okay to leave their house and spend money. Mm-hmm. But when someone's like negative, talking about higher taxes, 
automatically people are scared. What's happening with the presidency? What's 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 next step? What are we waiting for? Nothing. He's done. He's there. The they're electoral starting, votes get uh, chosen no, by done. the Congress. The, no, the transition but, team is starting already. Yeah, but typically they would get up and and speak and say something. But it's it's been it's been pretty quiet. No, they, he's not uh, doing that. No, they are. the The transition team on Trump is finally talking with Biden. They're starting that transition process, which they should have started two weeks ago. Yeah. So it is starting. He's announcing some of his cabinet members. Trump publicly doesn't want to talk about it, but it's being done behind the scenes. Do you think there was rigged voting? No. Really? Yeah. Legit. How is that possible, Vic? Very easily. How is it rigged? How did 138,000 mail-in ballots come all for Biden? Because they explain how they counted. How? They counted first whoever goes and votes in person. Most of the people that went and voted in person were Republicans. I know, that's but why he all was 138,000 that's why, votes. That's why he was winning by so much. In the beginning. Then later on in the day, when they start counting the other votes, mm. makes a difference. Mm. Also, if you saw when <laughs> CNN, they were talking about each state, each area, how much percentage of vote has been counted. So you could tell in certain states the places where their votes have been counted were Republican areas, the Democratic areas, like in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, for instance. It wasn't been in county yet. Obviously, Atlanta, Georgia <laughs> is massively Democrats. It's fire, huh? This is fucking ridiculous. It's fire. What kind is it? Chestnut praline. Chestnut praline latte. Praline. Let me smell it. Oh my God, smell it here. It was hot. It was hot. It was, it hot, was amazing. Yeah. It was really good, Joe. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Joe. I, uh, Appreciate that. <laughs> if it was so good, you should have brought us some too. This year taught me one thing. I don't really let stuff bother me anymore. You know, because at good. the end, health is the most important. Like they closed my business. We weren't making Says money in the, the beginning. Guy but everything who is okay. Asked for five dollars and twenty-five cents for the coffee that I made him <laughs> get. This fucking guy. He asked me to Venmo. <laughs> You're getting called out right now. The guy sells a hundred thousand dollar jewels yeah, and diamonds, and he's asking me for five dollars and twenty-five cents. I'm going to Venmo feel, you. But Marty really knows I'm not cheap. Joe, do you feel like you've made it? Made it meaning in life, no, in I, work, I still have work a lot. the work, like work. I mean, I built a good reputation for myself. What's good? Did you I'm get? like a mini brand, I guess. Not obviously not a huge brand, but people know me. Like, you work I with have, you work with some celebrity stars, athletes. I do. Like, at I what point with, were you like, oh man, I think I'm doing pretty good here? I mean, when it just grows and then they start referring you people, but it's not only the celebrities, like, I have a lot of customers that refer each other, and yeah. that's how it works. And then it's cool because. Sometimes, like at Houston's couple of weeks ago, I took my cousins and then two girls were sitting there and they were looking at me and I kind of like waved a little bit and they're like, you're Joe from Facets. I'm like, how do you know? He goes, we follow you. I'm like, that was pretty cool. No way. Yeah, they're not even my customer. That's cool. They just follow Did my page. Did you tell page. them to buy something? No, I just, they follow me so they know. So And that's happened a couple of times. That's cool. So that's pretty cool. Did you get a number? No, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Those days are over. <laughs> Good, good See, cover. Th- whenever you're done with that, you get married, Vic. But have I made it? No, I don't think so because I still have to work. What do you, you know? What I mean? Like, when do you think you'd make it? Like, what's? I what's think making it is when you don't have to worry about making money the next day. You always have to worry about making money. No, the next some day. people made it. You don't have to. You retire, or like you just don't need any how more are money. You, how are you going to retire? work harder and then invest in other things maybe i don't see myself retiring though even if i could retire tomorrow i like to work how old's your dad 
My dad is 66. He'll never retire. He loves it. So your dad's 66? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a he's young, young boy. Man. He's actually double my age exactly this year. We have the same birthday. That's awesome. But it's still going. Yeah, he's, oh, he's young. young. He's working. He works oh, his ass young. off. I mean, and he's proud because when he started, he was just a diamond setter. He didn't really have any jewelry. And he slowly, gradually built it. And Yeah, but, but you're baller status. Not really baller you status. You go like a couple we weeks selling hard. nothing, right? Yeah, you could go a month without selling nothing. That's crazy. And then Isn't that nuts? How, how freaked out do you get when you don't sell a piece for a month? I don't get freaked out. You're, you're I'm used really, to it. It's like, it's like real, est- no, real estate. In downtown, that doesn't happen. You could, sell, you could sell one house and it'll oh, cover you for yeah. the being next a, six months. Being a realtor? Yeah. That's how it is. But I'm lucky, Mike, because at the end, it's jewelry. It doesn't expire. It's not like a restaurant. The food inventory got old. Or What's the biggest item you've sold? Biggest items I've sold? Probably little over a million dollars. Serious? Was one ring, yeah. How'd they pay for it? Check? Yeah, check. Sold but shit. that doesn't happen How often frequently. It doesn't. It's got to be a That's couple crazy. hundred grand on that. No. You sell That's that way too much every couple years? An item like that? No. That's the most, hmm. that's the most I've ever sold. 1.1 million. 1.187. So do you negotiate that for the no, price? No, they didn't. No, no. Do you with the vendor? Oh yeah, of course. I milked them to make a little bit you more. You say, "Hey, motherfucker, yeah, yeah, of give course. me for six. Uh-huh. What was it? It was a diamond, and in the craziest setting, like the for a ring, the setting, the sides of the setting, each stone was two carat. People propose with one two carat on top, and that's amazing. You know, who's the who was it? Just some lady from Beverly Hills. What a ring, though. Jesus. What a ring. Was she married? Yeah, she's married. Still? <laughs> I hope so. But I but I like most importantly is I like what I do. You have to like your job, you know? Oh, yeah. I like helping people. Oh man, it'd be a long, miserable life if you didn't like what you no, do. No, I love doing it. I just love I, I help everyone the same. He just texted me like two weeks ago, bro, your wife would love this. <laughs> just Show, the show, best. show her this ring. What a show her this guy, ring. This guy your is, wife though. would love it. Do you guys get your wife's rings? No, yeah. I've I've got. Isn't it mostly like a necklace or earrings? No, I haven't or bracelets? bought my wife anything. Well, you propose with the ring. No, but you're trying to give. Uh, you're trying to have him buy a ring for Nairi. Of course. Well, yeah. What would you do? With I that got two though? kids, Mike. I got a son. <laughs> 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 what would you do with that? She already has a ring. Oh, girls, girls, yeah. love, girls. They love, upgrade or yeah. they, they change they it. Love, yeah. They love rings, man. Doesn't have to be a wedding ring. Just you always have. I mean, it's been 15 years, 2005. So at one point or another, got to get her something. I mean, all luxury you items know? skyrocketed get this her year, Honda, Mike. Dude, she'll be. I wish. So excited. I luxury wish. items skyrocketed. Look at gold; it went up. Diamonds yeah. went up. Watches got stupid. I mean, how is that happening if the world is ending? I know. COVID, everyone's dying. World's ending. Why is stuff going up? Real estate, home selling. All my friends who are realtors, boom, 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 selling like it's a, like it's apples and bananas. Crazy, dude. Never uh-huh. thought real estate would be like this. Uh-huh. Ever. I, th- I was like, oh, man, this is great timing for real uh-huh. estate. That's why I think cash. they had to cool just the world down. They had to slow it down. Yeah, but it didn't really slow down. There you go. You just sat on a dinner with... Three of my very good buddies. You know, I've said it several times. I guess it's a good time to say it again because, you know, those who don't know me, I just introduced you to three of my really good friends. And how important that is because, you know, if you have a good family, 
you're lucky because that's that's pure luck you don't choose your family you get to choose your friends which is cool because you get that opportunity to become and get molded by those who are around you and i've always said show me your friends i'll show you your future so it's very vital for those uh, you know picking friends and wanting to be around those who will be good for you be positive fun and those who will make you a better person on a daily basis uh, so picking your friends are vital, man. You, you got to have good people around you. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, if you can, share this with a friend or two uh, so they can get in on the fun. Uh, Joey at the end mentioned there that they wanted to kind of slow the economy down because it was it was rocking. And, you know, in, in some ways it still is rocking in certain industries, but there are industries that have gotten destroyed. And, and like Vic mentioned, the travel industry has gotten destroyed. The, the one that hurts the most, and it's one that, can easily, you know, not be destroyed as much as it has is the restaurant industry. There is no proof that sitting outside and dining means that you have a chance to get COVID. Uh, there, there simply is no proof of that. And Los Angeles County and really all of California locking people down and not being able for those restaurants to serve outdoors is simply unfair and not right. Uh, there's a video out there that the, the Southern California business owner, uh, restaurant owner, uh, had to shut down because of it. They shut her down. She spent thousands of dollars setting up her outside dining, and they shut her down and said they she cannot do it anymore. And 50 feet away from her is a setup for the film industry. The balls that this state has is incredible. And I, I mention this because, one, it's not fair and it's not right. Look, if you're scared of this thing, don't go out and don't eat outside. Simply get it delivered. Go to the go to the restaurant and pick it up. Nobody's forcing you to sit outside and eat. Nobody's forcing you to sit inside and eat. But we got to eat. And for those who are locked down inside indoors, it's just simply not healthy. So again, why I mention this is first off, I'm pissed, you know, it's it's not right. It's not right to those business owners who have spent thousands of dollars I met one in Southern California here. He put $800,000 into his business last year. $800,000. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. For politicians to decide what you're going to do with your business is unfair and not right. $800,000. It was an old Navy store that turned into this gorgeous restaurant. And he can't serve anybody. And he's not going to make it in takeout. He's got this big, beautiful bar that he was making decent margins in. Nobody is going to take out alcohol. So on my next episode, I'm going to interview Alexandra Kazarian. Remember, I had her on about the Mike Bolzinger lawsuit that he was suing Major League Baseball. That was episode 21. I'm having her back now. Because guess what? She's suing, I, I believe, the county or the state closing down these restaurants. So I'm going to have her on in the next episode. Look for that. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day, man. It means a lot. I hope you guys come back. And I'm going to have those three boys back because that was a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to do that again several times. I'm Mike Gabriel. This was Mike Up Pod. Until next time, folks. No wasted days. Let's go. Let's go.